There's an emergency. There is an emergency. There is an emergency happening. We have changed the bulb. Yeah. <laughs> is this a blue emergency or would you I say red? I think this red? is a pretty big red emergency. This is emergency. a brown emergency. <laughs> <laughs> brown alert. This is a brown alert for a brown emergency. <laughs> What's the emergency, Ben? Um, we're on the brink of World War Three potentially. Oh, because, is that it? Yeah. Again, <laughs> funnily enough. And a nuclear holocaust. A nuclear holo- potential nuclear holocaust, allegedly. And um, and some, I, I, me and Mike don't really buy how we're getting to this point, do we? So we convince Gaz to do an emergency broadcast instead of our regular scheduled broadcast, which we we furnished with next week, possibly. Yay. And as I probably don't, sorry, as hopefully, I, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. As I religiously do not watch the news, I have no fucking clue how fucked the world is right now, and the boys are going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. bring him down. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home and so be forever known as Lemming Sunday. Not <laughs> 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 red dwarf from Mrs. Quinn here tonight, Mike. Why not? Yeah, why not? Bring Bush it on, the dwarf. Bring it on. So, um, first we will start with some weird news because it's worth laughing a little bit before we're all consumed by a nuclear fireball. We have tried to convert Mike's flat into a makeshift nuclear bunker. Um, we filled the we filled the sinks and the bath with water. Mike's been crapping. Mike's been crapping in a bucket for the last three weeks. <laughs> I've been doing it for the last three years. <laughs> well, I just like it. I wish you'd have told me before, because what I brought with me is twelve cans of lager. Oh, we're gonna need more than that. I haven't even got a packet of crisps. I didn't bring a phone charger. <laughs> Could we what am I gonna do without a phone? Never mind. A- Fucking streets and the infrastructure that's going to fucking crumble. No phone! You'll be no one to call. They'll all be burnt to a cinder. I won't be able to play Transformers <laughs> Forge to fight. No, it's just the three of us for ten years <laughs> with my bucket. <laughs> we have to start straining our piss so we've got water to drink. Yeah, once the bath's empty. <laughs> <laughs> just don't take a shit in the bath. No, there's my advice. Them's the rules. <laughs> Oh, well. I would never open the door to mutants either. <laughs> no. no, we're not mutant friendly. They all eat. They all start off as friendly, but then they want to eat your skin. Okay. Always with the skin. Always what's, with the skin. What's the first thing you? I know we've been through this in a sort of comedy way, uh, on previous episodes. But if, let's say you get the news that we've dropped a nuke on Russia or Syria. What would you do? Like, what do you think practically the first thing you would actually do? Run to the hills. Yeah, best idea. Yeah, really. I suppose Welsh coast, mm-hmm. somewhere like that. You know, not the coast. The Welsh mountains. Welsh mountains. I don't know. I, I guess I would just be in a state of panic, waiting for the government to tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you because I did some research uh, right. that our nearest nuclear bunker mm-hmm. is underneath the telephone exchange in Birmingham. That's good to know. Yeah, but there's no way on earth we're going to let in. I know, exactly. I was just thinking, we can we can huggle up to the walls outside <laughs> here and crumble to dust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. basically. Because um, I've been actually racking my brains thinking, oh, 
where the fuck is the round here that I could potentially take shelter and I can't really think of anywhere. But I hang on though. Cheddar Gorge. Uh, am I still quite a distance. No, but hang on though. This is my, the point of my question I think was, so let's assume they don't fire back. We just drop one of them then. What? Does that affect, does, do we like, we just carry on? Like, as normal? Um, the well, I'm out, well hopefully I'm out in the street fucking protesting way before it gets that point. But yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, anyway. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> if this is your first episode... <laughs> um, Don't we, kid yourself just yet. We've got no, some weird news. We've got some weird news, and we talk about this for a bit, and we, you know, it's, it's some weird shit we find on the net. With a slight apocalyptic theme this week, but still funny. We hope. <laughs> we've got, we've, well, we've got an old friend coming back into weird news. Hey! So, yeah, we'll just, uh, crack on with that. It usually takes about half an hour, 45 minutes. Depends how drunk we get. Yeah, we have been taking an hour on recent episodes, so I think we should... <laughs> but hey, you can always skip it forward. There you go, yeah, yeah, but the news is funny. Yeah, um, I will go for this one. This is one okay. I... Very angry badger forces parts of Scotland's historic Cragnethan Castle to close. I love the pronunciation. Eh? I love the pronunciation. So this... I don't know what it says. It's Scottish. No, it's good. It was good. I'm praising it. All right. That was a compliment. <laughs> it's okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'm taking the compliment. You need to hold I, it. I genuinely thought I got it. to hold it. It's okay. It's okay, man. If ever, either of you ever tried to hug me <laughs> before we're drunk, then... I'm sorry. But, so, this is an angry Scottish badger. Yeah. What the fuck <laughs> you doing in my castle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But I, first of thought, oh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail with the rabbit, this yeah. is a badger, you know. And then, and then I thought, well, what if this angry badger convinces other ang- badgers that he meets to be angry? And before you know, we've got a badger apocalypse on our hands. It's been swarmed. I'd like to see Brian May and Brian Blessing come out and save, look, you're to save the badgers there. Oh. Is it a honey badger? They're trying to lure it out with cat food and honey. Brian May loves a badger, doesn't he? He does. I'd like to see him try to convince people to save them when they've all Mm. decided to rip it our throats out of them. It's such a strange, like, dynamic, that band Queen. So you've got lead guitarist Brian, who likes clogs and woodwork. And and, having judge hair. And judge hair and woodland walks and saving the animals. And then you've got... um, Oh, Freddy, who liked his cocaine and like a hundred rent boys in a row. Apparently, that's what the song, um, Don't Stop Me Now, oh, really? I'm having such a good time. <laughs> Apparently, he fucked a legendary amount of rent boys in one evening wow. with the help of cocaine. Um, yeah, and apparently wrote a jaunty little song about <laughs> it's it. It's a good song. <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> and then you got John Deacon, who just stood at the back. Yeah, who looks like a maths teacher. Yeah, didn't say anything at all. Very rarely did an interview, and when he was mm. interviewed, didn't say anything. Yeah. And just literally stood there, looking like a maths teacher at <laughs> a base, looking awkwardly like a maths teacher at <laughs> a base. And then you had Roger Taylor, who wrote a song called I'm In Love With My Car. Mm. <laughs> Although he did sing it, and he was all right. But he was—he was—he was looked a bit like a sort of—he looked like a wannabe sort of '80s sci-fi movie <laughs> star actor in a way with that blonde hair. Well, I've just thought of a lovely scenario. So imagine our, our lovely—he's a bit of a national treasure, Brian May, isn't he? Yeah. Our nice, gentle Brian, as the country's leading badger expert and enthusiast. Yeah, and badger enthusiast. He's brought out to this. He looks like a badger. <laughs> yeah, he's brought out to this castle. Come on, Brian, you've got to help us get him yeah. out. 
and he ends up having to bludgeon it with his own guitar <laughs> to save his own life. <laughs> he's just left his straw. He comes back out of the castle, his face caked in blood. I do not want to talk about it. <laughs> you weren't there, man. <laughs> It's a garrotta banjo with a guitar string oh, to no, save no. his own life. <laughs> <laughs> him with a club, <laughs> one of his handmade clubs. Garrotta uh, banjo with your G string. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, obligatory guitar G string joke. Uh, I only just got it that it was a guitar joke. I just thought you were saying Brian May wears a thong. <laughs> I wasn't where my mind was going with that. No, he wears a thong when he's killing badgers. <laughs> Don't stop me now, I'm having such a good time. Stoving their hands in. I love that expression. Stoving its head in. Oh man, so what's this? We don't pack? endorse killing badgers, let's, let's just say that. Unless right? they've got TV. Then stove its head in. Stove its head in. Um. It's a 16th century Scottish fortress which once thrived amid war, attack and treason, but no parts of Cragnethlin Castle have been abandoned because of a somewhat different invader. Quote, a very angry badger. Historic Scotland was forced to shut tunnels which are popular with the public after the staff discovered the unexpected guest. If you're heading to hashtag Cragnethlin Castle over the next few days, you might find the cellar tunnel closed due to the presence of a very angry badger, the Heritage Organisation tweeted. We're trying to entice it out with cat food and send it home. I don't think it's called budget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, budget and budget. Well, budget these are mashed potato. Mashed potato. That's no. it, they're using the wrong food. Use <laughs> mashed potato. Now, can you imagine if you're A, not British, hmm. and B, older than us, and you just said the last 30 seconds. What the fuck? There was a children's cartoon called Bodger and Badger, and... Bodger and Badger. <laughs> Bodger and Badger. And then um, everybody knows that Bodger loves... Oh, is Badger loved mashed potatoes? Oh, Badger loves mashed mm-hmm. potatoes, yeah. He used to go Scarface on a pile of mashed potatoes, yeah, didn't he? he Full-on nose in it. Yeah, he was a bit. Bodger and Badger, I haven't thought about that for years. They don't know they're born today, do they? Don't. Pepper fucking pig. Yeah, oh bullshit. God, she looks like a penis. She does. A it's a cock penis. and balls side on. <laughs> she is a flaccid penis. <laughs> All right. Um, so, has this badger actually, uh, you know, it has it attacked anyone it or has did, it just been a bit like, fuck off? It did not elaborate on why the badger was angry. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody sat down and it's had a conversation. It's pissed off at the war on Syria. <laughs> <laughs> not in my name! <laughs> Biting kneecaps. <laughs> oh. So we see if they can. Um, is it, is it, has it attacked anybody? That's what I want to know. Can we scroll down the article a little bit? The animal is said to have caused a mess. Oh. Digging up through loose soil in the stonework. The little bastard. Yeah. The stone 16th century castle. Disgusting. Hooligan. I assume it's like must have growled at people and set up a. Quite territorial, isn't it, badgers? I mean, might have chased down a few children or something. But this is. Oh, such... man, I don't want to see a fat kid on the last of the school <laughs> running through his life with an angry badger. <laughs> this is such a. Stop, stop, I'm full of chocolate. This is such a British story. I. I was just thinking in the States they would call a police officer to shoot it. They wouldn't even call a police officer. The fucking janitor would be carrying a handgun. Yeah. And he would just say, this problem, would there'd be no luring it out. No. No. (laughs) I executed that furry little motherfucker where he stood. (laughs) It's either that or you've got like a uh, Bill Murray Caddyshack situation going on. (laughs) Excellent. I love Bill Murray. 
So it's, it's just an angry badger yeah, stuck, stuck inside the castle. But if he gets back out in the woodland and convinces other badgers to be angry, we've got a problem. But what if he tells them, you won't believe it, they live in fucking castles. Yeah. We live in fucking holes in the ground. <laughs> yeah. They build theirs upwards. Mm. Loads of room. Loads of stuff to chew yeah. on. Yeah, so there we go, Badger Revolution, Badger Badger Apocalypse. He's upset about the call. There was a Badger call, wasn't there? Uh, Unfortunately. Yeah. I only know through one of the areas I drive through for work must have been affected because there's shitloads of posters stopped the I was going to say piles of badger ah, corpses. Ah, piles of dead badger. <laughs> Burning piles of badger corpses, spewing Which, smoke into the air. That's what they were going with. I always found it like, amu- like not amusing, but like... I mean, I appreciate the effort to go and put that poster there that literally just said stop the call. But it's like, well, how? There's no further information. What do yeah. I do? Do I just stand here and try and stop people with shotguns yeah. shooting and stuff? Yeah, trying to fight a farmer with a shotgun. They're pretty strong farmers. That's like rustic strength. That's what I mean. They might not They might have much fight training, but they can literally just grab you with yeah. one hand and lift you above their head. Yeah, they're, they're lifting bales of hay yeah. with fucking pitchforks. Since they were three. Yeah. <laughs> they're stoving badgers' heads in every day. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Oh, we'll move on. Oh, a little sorry, a little badger fact. Someone once told me. Yeah. You see a lot of dead badgers. They're not great. They're not you, great adherents to the highway code. No, they're always me. right at the side of the road. Never in the middle of the road, squashed. They've always been knocked to the side of the road. And then someone told me, I can't remember who, somebody who lives in the countryside, that as farmers aren't legally allowed to just kill them willy nilly, are they? They have to have during the cull or whatever or do it humanely something like apparently a farmer will just fucking kill a badger and then sling it out of his land rover yeah, <laughs> on his way to the shop so it just looks like it was run over Lovely. so yeah oh, man, no, badger, no badger CSI to determine yeah. that whether that was like suicide yeah. or murder or gunshot wound is there and a sad fact is I know they're nocturnal so maybe it's not that sad but I've never seen a living badger I've seen a lot of dead badgers because I drive a lot it's my job a lot of probably I would guess in the hundreds, hundreds of dead badgers, never a live one. That's quite sad, ones. isn't it? <laughs> oh, when? Running across the road in front of cars at night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was live for about three seconds. <laughs> survived, you got across. Oh, well. I was on my way home from work, it was, you know, was like Do you think they're playing chicken? I think they're just like, so hard, they couldn't give a shit. Yeah. Badgers, yeah, pretty impressive. And it's weird, isn't it, that they live in our woodland, really close to us. It's quite a large mammal. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Could you have a pet one? You get pet skunks. Yeah, our friend, we have a friend in common who used to have a pet skunk, Cubal. Oh, yeah. Apparently they're good for depression. What, skunks? Mm-hmm. Why, mm-hmm. they try and hump your leg like... <laughs> <laughs> they suck you off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that they're... I don't think they're mouse <laughs> I just think it's how friendly they are and... Aren't all animals? Yeah, all animals yeah. are, but skunks apparently but, are, are uh, the best. Because it will sit with you. It's proven stroking a cat releases yeah. uh, really nice chemicals in your brain. Um, until the cat digs its claws Yeah, until the cat decides it's had enough of it. You're doing it wrong! <laughs> <laughs> So, next one. Would you like to see, the, you remember um, our good mate David Mead? Uh, the the Christian, name definitely rings a Christian was, numerologist. Go one on. who was drunk on his own hubris. Hey! hey. You know the one who predicted, <coughs> predicted the return of Nabooru three times last year and got it wrong? Oh, this He's predicted another one! Oh. It's April 23rd this year! It's April fucking falls, is what it is. It is on Fox News, unsurprisingly. Oh. Is the rapture finally here? Oh, they'd love that Fox News, Oh, they? yeah. One Christian numerologist says a biblical sign strongly suggests it. 
David Meites tells the UK's Daily Express newspaper that on April 23rd, the sun and moon will be in Virgo, as will Jupiter, which represents the Messiah, oh, apparently. No. Well, I, I, I added the apparently. <laughs> uh, for a certain branch of evangelical Christianity, Revelation 12, 1, 2? To 2, 1 to 2, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Describes the uh, beginning of what is known as the rapture and the second coming of Christ. The passage reads... And lo, a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant and crying out in birth pains, and the agony of giving birth. Now someone tell me what the fuck's that got to do with anything? I don't know, but I've just thought, if this is the second coming of Christ, it's taking a long time between orgasms, isn't it? Two thousand years? <laughs> yeah. And according to me, the alignment represents the lion of the tribe of Judah marking the rapture. Is he just spitting random shit out at this point? Now, the, in the book I've been reading, Children of the Matrix by David Icke, um, <laughs> he's been using bits of the Bible to <coughs> to convince me about uh, giant alien people back in the old days. So I, I don't know if this Bible thing can be trusted. <laughs> I don't think you say. can turn it <laughs> to be to represent. You can interpret it however you want. Well, I believe. He reckons that uh, the so-called Planet X, also known as Nibiru, uh, excuse me, will appear, X. <laughs> hey. will appear above the sky on the April date, causing volcanic eruptions, tsunamis and earthquakes. Of course, NASA has repeatedly said that Planet X is a hoax because everyone on the Earth will be able to fucking see it by now, David, if I'm, it's that big. I'm so bored of this now, this I know. fucking... I just felt it because it's me this yeah. time again. We've had him three times last year and... My apocalypse card's getting pretty full. I think I'll do that free coffee um, now. If I remember <laughs> rightly, wasn't this one of the conspiracies where I was like, I didn't. You I was thought, like, yeah, this could be. This give it a chance. This might happen. NASA, yeah. you think that we, you, we, you said that NASA think that NASA you saw. Well, we did watch that clip. I think we all yeah. accepted that there could be a planet out there, yeah. but we we said it, it can't hit the pla hit the planet Earth mm. in matter of days. Yeah, we, we, we see, see it because it's meant to be fucking huge. There are rogue planets out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't it is possible that one could enter our solar system, but we'd see it before... Well, By yeah. the time it got... If it was as big as Jupiter, we'd see it when it got to where Jupiter is. Well, we'd see it by the time we'd see Pluto. Well, let's face it, you'd notice something coming that distance, wouldn't you? It's that big. And this is another problem... With it, yeah, I meant with the, I meant with the naked eye. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, you can't see Pluto with the naked eye. No yeah. telescopes. But... It's mm. like another problem with the, like the David Icke book, um, and with this Nibiru and the Nephilim. And oh, actually, the Nephilim are mentioned in the Bible, but this Nibiru stuff comes from one man's interpretation of ancient tablets. Zachariah Stitchin, I believe he was the, he's the only guy really saying this or who started all of this. So he reads these tablets that are written in an ancient fucking language, right? I don't understand how that works, how like, he's maybe uses modern equivalents or whatever to try and... But he is interpreting yeah. those fucking tablets, interpreting them. Fucking old Ikey baby, sorry, Saint Ike. <laughs> Saint Ikey baby. Takes that as fucking gospel then. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just like, it fucking was in the tablets. If you hear him, a lot of it is hearsay. He always says, mm. I know a bloke who told me. Yeah, yeah, a bloke I met down the pub. He literally <laughs> says things like yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, man. Hang on. Bloke, see, bloke claiming to be the only guy who can translate the ancient tablets and then trying to get a, make some money out of it. Isn't that Mormonism? <laughs> well, fuck it. Don't get me started on that. That guy, 
I don't know his name. Joseph Smith. Is, and this is not conspiracy theory, this is not tinfoil hat territory. Any Mormon out there can get on their Google machine and find this out as fact. That man, before he started the church, was charged in a court of fucking law in the States. It's documented that he is a yeah. fucking charlatan, a liar, um, and a fucking... What's another word for charlatan? Uh, snake oil merchant. Snake oil fucking merchant. He's got proven history for yeah. it. I mean, I don't... Un How can you then believe... Oh, oh, he set up a religion then, did he? Oh, he yeah. found a golden magical tablet. <laughs> that only he could translate. Take my money! Um, and then he basically... Because he just wanted to fuck about, didn't he? That's a, he, 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 was a, no, he just wanted to bigger me. That's... Yeah, but even so, so we're not we're not down with the twenty third of April. We're gonna miss it. I might be down with all that Nibiru stuff. I mean, maybe Zachariah Stitchin did a fantastic <laughs> job of interpreting them. I don't know, but and they do mention giants in the Bible, but I don't know. We'll Whatever. see. We'll see what happens on April the twenty. I'll guarantee you, it'll be jack shit. Well, I don't know. What, what if the nukes land? On I believe the 23rd. No, maybe, but that's nothing to do with Mead and his rapture prophecy. Yeah, but you know he'll be there, cowered down, but while he's still got internet and like breathable oxygen. Um, <laughs> like, I told you. <laughs> oh, we'll still call him a cunt. <laughs> maybe the Niburans. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Maybe Anunnaki. <laughs> oh yeah, there guys. Maybe they have nuclear technology and the nukes come down from the skies. Bah. So maybe who knows? He's probably full of shit. He's full of shit. Yeah. Um, can we put a pin in that for a mm -hmm. second? Please? We certainly can. Thank you. And we're back. It is uh, so we'll carry on with the weird news, and we'll possibly do some more at the end if we have got time. So, um, man who pooed on police station counter caught in Northern Ireland wearing a stolen hat. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's a headline, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus, there's so much to unpack. A young man broke into a police station, defecated on the counter, then stole a number of items, including officers' hats, vests, and radios. <laughs> the balls on this <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> Michael Brennan was caught on CCTV spending more than 25 minutes rummaging around Lifford Garda Station in County Donegal. Brennan broke into the side around the building just before 5am on September 5th. Breaking into a police yeah. station? I mean, it's got. You got to know. It's got to be one of the most CCTV, <laughs> most armoured places, probably in his city. Oh, breaking through the fucking side window, no problem. There has to be drugs involved. <laughs> well, he stole it. He, he was seeing up the toilet on the counter. Of the Just station. cut short. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was looking for the toilet. And that's my best. Sorry, Ben. He was seen going to the toilet on the counter of the station before leaving the building while still wearing a Garda hat. <laughs> so he's wearing the policeman's hat and shitting on their counter. <laughs> you got to love the boss and the guy. Can, can we raise a beer to this young man? Swig a yeah, beer for this Mike, fucking... Michael swig Brennan. Swig a tea for both. 21 at the time. This what is actually 2015. I don't know what popped up me. I mean, I hope he's not a desperate smackhead who was looking for money for a fix, but like, fucking... What a hero. <laughs> that bastard. Yeah. Oh, man. So what happened then, Ben? Uh, let's go down for his mic, please, and see what happened to Mr. Uh, Mr. Michael Brennan. He pleaded guilty. Oh, man. Causing criminal damage. I saw something there that they, they took a swab of his feces mm. in an attempt <laughs> to track down Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's quite a, quite a lot of DNA in your shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man! So he, he before gathered, he, so he had a shot on the desk, right? 
and then gathered a number of official Garda items, including two Garda caps, a pocket diary, handcuffs, a car key, a Garda vest, a torch, and two Garda radios. And he was just wow. strolling down the street wearing one of the hats. Hmm. Wow. Brennan of, uh, oh, how do you say that? Of Colmborough. Yeah. It's got a silent W in it. Of Connie Borough. Lifford was eventually apprehended by the PSNI. Pretty serious in Northern Ireland, I'm guessing. Ah, in Starbane and was still wearing some of the stolen items. So he must have gone from the north to the the south to the north then, I Mm. think. Some of his family helped to recover the other items apart from the Garda torch. I sold that for crap money. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Brennan's solicitor, Mr. Donag Cleary, said it was a fair cop. (laughs) <laughs> in every sense uh, of the word. Hang on, here's the tragic part of this. He said uh, his client had suffered from drink and drug, drug addiction uh, in the past. It yeah. was going to be, wasn't it? I had a yeah. sneaking suspicion. It was always going to be, yeah. unfortunately, sadly. Uh, but well, he, he, he was um, Probably mental illness, maybe. He yeah. was told by the Garda Inspector Goretti Sheridan. That's a strange Irish name. Wow. Unless it is Goretti is Gaelic, Gaelic in some ways. It sounds Italian to me. Yeah, it does a bit. Yeah. That the cost to, he would uh, the cost to clean up a cell if damaged is two hundred twenty five euros, and this would be the same cost. He's he's, he's got no he's going to jail for a bit. Mm. He's got to pay two hundred twenty five euros. Uh, poor lad. Well, still I'll raise a beard to him for a okay. Just the, the, the sheer massive testicles he's got. Uh, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you have not? Let's say okay, success. I'm in. I'm through the window. Fucking hell. I'm in the police station. Would your mission not be to get back out as quickly yeah. as fucking possible? Not spend 25 minutes swanning about and think, <laughs> actually, I feel a little bit... Ooh. Do you know what? I could probably have a poo. Yeah. Uh, where's the lose? Nah, I'll just do it on the desk. Yeah. That'll be funny, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, bless him. And, you know, hard drug users, you know, I'm not an expert, but they sometimes find it quite difficult to pass a poo. So we first should be thankful um, for his, <laughs> you know, the fact he could go. <laughs> yeah. Ah, he'll be alright. I hope he gets the help he needs. That's it, innit? Yeah, this was in 2015. Not. I don't know why it cleared up, popped up on my news feed, but. Uh, either way, it's some weird news. A story like this is timeless, babe. I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, should we come back to this a little bit at the end? Yeah, to lighten the mood? We'll uh, finish on a, on a funny note. Because um, yeah. we're going to get into some pretty heavy stuff, aren't we, I think? Yeah, well, is there's definitely conspiracy to it. I, I mean, I'm not convinced that what we're being told is absolutely right and we've got some clips to prove that later on when the, the head of the former head of the British Army in Iraq is cut off by Sky News for I telling the same mm. I posted on the page yeah, yeah, actually yeah. That one. so this really all kicks off with a chemical attack in Salisbury in the UK where Russian defector Sergei uh, Skripal and his daughter Yulia are attacked with a nerve agent and this is called Novichok apparently um, would you like to hear some symptoms of Novichok, what will happen to you? Oh, okay. Alright, um, your eyes will grow narrow, you lose vision, and what comes next is vomiting, breathing problems, and incessant convulsions until you're paralysed, your muscles will give out. Oh. And it can be lethal. Um, they, the Sergei and his daughter collapsed near a bench in, the Salis- in Salisbury, England. Her eyes, apparently, were just completely white, were wide open, but white. She was frothing at the mouth, and the man went stiff. His arm stopped moving, but he's still looking dead ahead. So it's a pretty nasty thing. Now, nerve agents, I've got a little bit of background here. Mm-hmm. It is a horrible fucking thing. You know, the fact we can create this shit, this intention is uh, 
So the nerve agents are organophosphates. It contains uh, phosphoric acid, basically. Mm. Uh, and they're all colourless liquids, and functionally, they disable enzymes which act as an on-off switch in the body. Right. Uh, all normal bodily functions go into overdrive, sweating, vomiting, involuntary defecation, frothing of the mouth, convulsions, and eventually the muscles give out, leading to paralysis and suffocation. Uh, that's not a nice way to go. No. Um, antidotes are available, but have to be delivered in time, and a high enough dose of nerve agents will kill you in minutes. So the fact that, because again, just to reiterate to the listener, I'm not a moron. I just I genuinely avoid the news like the plague. All I see is what pops up on Facebook. Somebody survived this attack. They both survived. They both survived. The daughter has now been released from hospital. So was that a case of them not using enough, or they just weren't that exposed to it, or they got the help they needed quick enough? Do you think? Possibly a combination of all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because the intention, I guess, was to kill the fucker. Yes, I mean right. he's a defector. He mm. he was in. He was a spy. He was yeah. du- working as a double agent. Eventually, they let him settle over here. No, they... I have a problem with that though. You know, if you release a spy, right? Why would you then, three years later, try and poison him in a foreign country when you've had him under your control all along? Well, they wouldn't have known he was a double agent, probably. Well, they must have done. He was in prison in Russia. Yeah, so, okay. So, a double agent is... We gave him amnesty, or he's working for us. So, a double agent He's a Russian. He's a Russian, Russian. sent here by them to spy on us, but he ends up spying for us. I guess. Is that a double agent? Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. Right. It's a bit of a slippery cunt, really. I mean, (laughs) I'm sorry you got nerve agents, but, I mean, if you're going to play them games, that's like trying to play, like, trying to have two girlfriends, and, like, that's definitely going to blow up in your face. Yeah. Like, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but now... My but the whole thing is, did we... Did the Russians do it? Or did we or do did it? did we do it? On March the 6th, Boris Johnson, in an interview, claimed he blames Russia and calls Russia a malign influence. And he basically turns around at this point as Port and Down, who are, who are chemical weapons uh, special mm-hmm. facility... Uh, top who, scientists in the country working on that stuff. But we were maybe, just up the road from where we were just up the road happened. from where this happened. Yeah. Um, he says that they said it's Russian. It's Novichok. No doubt. No right. doubt. No doubt at all. Now we're not. So he's accusing a foreign power of poisoning a terrorist attack. British citizen, I assume this. It was this a policeman poisoned as well. This is a bit I don't know about as well. Because how did this? So the policeman turns up. At the house, he must have turned up at the scene and received a dose. Right now, this is my next question. So, if this guy has survived, is he still have his mental faculties? Well, he's in a worse condition than his daughter. She right. must have got a lesser dose. She's been released, and Russian embassy, the Russians have offered her some kind of help mm. in terms of speaking to someone at the embassy, mm. and she's turned, flat out turned them down. Now, didn't the cat and rabbit die? I heard. Oh, I don't know about that. At the yeah. house, yeah. yeah. Would was they he... be able to... The rabbit was ha- dead and the cat had to be put down. Oh, man. So if they haven't died, they might be able to think back and look through the day and... Because how does this... How are you poisoned? Is it like, you know... Uh, 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 sorry, I'm stuttering. Umbrella. Oh, they deliver it, you poke. mean? Yeah, yeah. How it's it's it, a liquid. I mean, they, they reckon they, they put on the doorknob. Okay, so they might not have any clue who... It was at the house, apparently. So they get home, you open the door, and that's yeah. it, you put... It's on your hands, it's Touch the cat, screen. touch the rabbit. Right, okay. Yeah. They died. Okay. Mm. So they wouldn't... It's not so... Because I was thinking, well, they've survived, maybe they can give us some fucking information, right? You know, was yeah. it a guy who sounded like he was called 
uh, you know, Boris or a guy <laughs> uh, called Dave. Yeah. Uh, you know. Now on March the thirteenth, Valery Gerasimov, apologies for my pronunciations, uh, the Russian chief of general staff indicates that Russia has intelligence that fake chemical attacks are being planned against civilians in Syria as a pretext for U.S. bombing. He states Russia will respond militarily. Mm -hmm. wow. I think I've got that article. Yes, it is. I took it from there. Um, but interestingly, March 7th and March 19th, respectively, Prince Mohammed bin Salim of Saudi Arabia visits London on the 7th, Hello. visits Washington on the 19th, and then on April the 8th visits Paris. Right. Now these are allegedly official visits. Okay. But he, at the same time, he does say that he Saudi Arabia will back any strikes made against Syria. Well, there was a uh, WikiLeaks cable okay. from the Saudi guy. What's his name? Um, Prince Mohammed bin Salim. Apparently, Salam. He, yeah. Sorry. Telling the US to overthrow the Syrian regime but play nice with Russia. I should have probably asked you guys to start this off with some basic <laughs> Syria. Where the fuck is Syria? <laughs> <laughs> is that like Alice? Who the fuck is Alice? Uh, <clears throat> Twenty-four years I've been living nearby to Syria. Syria? Where the fuck is Syria? <laughs> I tell you what, I'll be the fact checker and I'll educate myself and I'll just put up a little world map so I know where it's we're, in the Middle East. Where we're talking about. It's got Iraq next to it. Iran. Iran. Right. Uh, Israel. Jordan, possibly. Lebanon, maybe. Lebanon. It's kind of in the middle, really. It's a cornucopia of Middle East state. Okay, I'm with you now. Not far from Turkey. No. Bordering with Turkey, in fact. But yeah, I really don't know much about the uh, geography of the world. No. And Russia's just up there. So, you've got Saudi Arabia. So I was thinking, where does Saudi Arabia play? Because where are they located? Um, well, Saudi Arabia, they, are, uh, they want to be kingmakers in the Middle East, don't they? Right. In a way, they've got the Americans well on board with a lot of investments mm. and influence. The Bush family are massive friends with the the Saudi royal family, and the Saudis have got something like uh, isn't it like eight trillion in the U.S. economy? Possibly more than that. It represents a good chunk. It does, anyway. yeah. And um, it's worth so April the eighth after. Prince Mohammed bin Salam's visit to Paris, a Saudi-funded jihadi group, Jayash al-Islam, uh, Tahir al-Sham, and the UK-funded jihadist, quote, rescue group, the White Helmets, claim a chemical attack occurred in their enclave of Douma the previous day, just before its handover to the Syrian army, and they lay their blame at the Syrian government. Right. April the 11th, the Saudi, Saudi Arabia pledges support for attacks on Syria, and then finally, April 14th, which was Friday, as we're recording this, US, UK and French missiles and jets attack three chemical weapons plants in Syria. Allegedly three chemical weapons plants mm. in Syria. Um, the Duma attack did allegedly, and I want to say allegedly a lot when I refer to this attack, killed 60 and injured 1,000. Trump issues... At this point, a lot of contradictory and inflammatory tweets. No. So hang on, the 60,000, that was in the Syrian attack on their own people. 60, in, only killed, killed 60 and injured 1,000. Right. But the problem is, mm. these tweets, nothing mm. happens for two days. Mm. Nothing happens. Mm. Now, basic thing in, in, in attacking someone is the element of surprise. Would you agree? 
guess. You're so. at WrestleMania. Hey. Right, let's put you got, the, you got the heel against the popular champ. Yeah. Right. Goes to shake his hand before the match, kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. Element of surprise. Another classic, your manager mate on the outside distracts the referee yeah. while you take the brass knuckles from your tights. Yeah. Bang. Thanks, exactly. Ben, for putting yeah. it in professional yeah. wrestling terms. Thank you. If I can explain something you use in professional wrestling, I will. I appreciate that. We'll get but you through this, Gav. Yeah. Because you're going to have to also explain to me <clears throat> where the fuck does Russia even come in to it? Well, well, that allied with Syria. Yeah. Right. Russia, okay. You've got in Syria, you've got this whole melting pot. Right. You've got ISIS and various other jihadi splinter groups who would be classed as terrorists by the West. Mm -hmm. You've got Assad and the Syrian government. Okay. And then you've got people who other groups who are opposed to ISIS but also not fight also fighting the Syrian government. Right. It's really and I imagine mm. it's massively complicated. Some of these groups could be twelve blokes in a truck. Right. Some of them could be hundreds of men. And well, what's, well equipped what's with Western weapons? Russia's really. interest in that weird melting pot of well, chaos. Well, um. Assad is a Russian ally. President Assad is a Russian ally. Okay. And also, the Russians are sensing an opportunity. They want to get an oil in the Middle East, but they want to be on the they want to be on the winning side rather than being well, seen as invaders. They're coming right. to help. At the moment, uh, okay. Russia controls about seventy percent of the the gas in Europe. That is also right. true, and there are pipelines to be made. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is right. That, Good, I'm up to speed. Um, so, yeah, so Russia have actually done more than the West in combating ISIS. Right. Because they've put troops on the ground, they've, put, they've got bases in Syria in support of Assad. Right. They've got military personnel there literally physically fighting ISIS. We've just been bombing groups. We support enemies for a mm. while. Um, I was going to ask, moderate rebels. In moderate rebels. Because since looking quotations. at that map two seconds ago, I realise now Syria borders Iraq, uh, and I know we've been at war in Iraq for a long time. Yes. The, well, the, the would war... there be a lot of people escaping from Iraq to Syria? Would be a lot of pissed off, militant type people who are maybe displaced from mm -hmm. Iraq, Iraq and are over there in well, Syria, remember. right? And so they're over there. Fucking pissed off. Yeah, they've all banded together. That's yeah. like ISIS, and then it's the right. splinter groups. The West created ISIS with the invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm. They tried to set up a home in Syria. Mm. But Assad has won his war. Against ISIS. Against ISIS. Right. They are literally hemmed in yep. to a small area now and it's a matter of time. He's won the war. So, you remind me where it says, you ever, you ever heard of Sun Tzu? <laughs> the Art of War? Yes, right? I have. In that book, I'm pretty sure it says nowhere, when you've won your war, Mm. Gas a load of your own civilians, so yeah. that other powers will come in and try and destroy you. <laughs> Does it say? Do you think it would say that in there? No. So, but why? Okay, I'm but, just trying to understand the story. So let's say, what are the reasons that he would do that? He hasn't got a reason to. There's none at all. But they weren't being a bit uppity. No, the, the region was due to be handed over to the Syrian army. It's been liberated. He's got no reason to do this. He just hasn't. He's won his war. Yeah. His country is going to be restored to him with the aid of his Russian mates, and then he's probably going to give Russia exclusive oil rights and gas rights. And the US said that they're pulling out. The US had said they're pulling out as well. Mm -hmm. uh, the guy, the general in charge of CENTCOM, was him in a cliff later on. He said the war's won and we're putting, we're pulling out. We've got no reason to do it. No reason. But the point is, these tweets are Trumps in flat. We're going to attack Russia. We've got new smart missiles coming. <coughs> It's written like a fucking Ugh. child. You can go on Twitter and see him. 
problem is he gives them two days. Right. So remember the element of surprise earlier. Okay. He gives them two days to move anything of value they've got right. to Russian-held bases, which Trump has knocked, no Western powers at the balls to strike. Right. The Russian-held base held by Russian military personnel protected by Russian missiles. It's not going to happen. Right? That's right. World War Three going off right there. Right. So they hit their Syrian targets, which mm. are probably empty at this point. Because I did hear something or saw on Facebook where Putin had said, a bit like the Terminator in that scene after the Gatling gun, human casualties 0.0. Uh, he's saying no one died, isn't he? Yeah. Um, the US fired, Do you think that's true? Well, the US fired 103 missiles. The other night? The other night. Mm -hmm. We launched bombing raids and so did the French with air, conventional aircraft. Um, Russia claims intercepted 70 of those missiles, apparently using Soviet-era technology, which is... 20 or 30 years behind what, mm. what well, they've got now. How much um, do we know is true though? Well, to say. yeah. Um, minimal damage by, was done by those that actually did hit their target. They were French missiles though, weren't they? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were Tomahawk cruise missiles costing just over a million pounds a oh, pop. Fuck. So there's 103 million down the Swanee. Yeah, yeah. wasted. Completely wasted. Um, uh, although not, allegedly, not if you're the but, guy who sold the fucking missiles, you're laughing all the way. There you go. The Here we go. That's where we come in. Production, yeah. production military industrial just, complex. Production has just increased, I would think, to fulfil the demand to replace. Well, look at this. As the bombs fall on Syria, one company's share price reaches a record high. Oh, it's so disgusting. Raytheon's share price hit at least a 20-year record high on 13th of April as a conflict intensified. Raytheon is one, one of the world's largest arms companies. It's the one that manufactured the bombs Trump used to attack Syria in 2017. <laughs> From what you've told me so far, I've seen a picture develop of gas lines, oil lines, resources, all the normal yep. reasons that were in the Middle East in the first place. Once again, I don't know, you can say now, can't you, look, without, put, take your tinfoil hat off. Yeah. And you can honestly say that we know as regular citizens the reasons we are told that we go to the Middle East are bullshit. Yeah, we've been, and we've been there three times. It's like, we know we are there for resources that make money. The petrodollar thing, the, um, the oil, the oil, um, and and the minerals as well for all the, all the smartphones and stuff. Yeah, um, behind it. Oh, let's have a look. Israel grants oil rights in Syria to Murdoch and Rothschild. Rothschild! Rothschild! And um, Dick Cheney is also on the board of that, that cold yeah. reptilian bastard. I'm not even saying it allegedly. Uh, you know, I'm being. The more I get through this book, I'm more convinced I am that the reptile agenda is real. <laughs> oh, cheers. So, what's this one saying? Uh, Israel. Israel has granted all exploration rights inside Syria in the occupied Golan Heights, which they took in uh, one of their wars, I forget which one, the Six Day War, I think they fought, to Genie Energy. Major shareholders of Genie Energy, which also has interest in shale gas in the US and shale oil in Israel, include Rupert Murdoch and Lord Jacob Rothschild. Oh, fucking. I know I'm going to sound like a fucking simpleton now, but like. Why can't. So you're Syria, you've got all these gas lines, you've got all this stuff. Why can't you be in charge of it? Because <laughs> you're fighting the war and you need the money coming in. 
Mm. We won't let them. No. But interesting, it's the Russians, there, the Russians there, isn't it? The Russians are also want to build a pipeline mm. to Russia, or to, and to export to the. Um, the of course. To us, of course, mm. into the Mediterranean. There, that's their reason for being there. They want a cut of Syria. And they want to block that line. And they want to block the American line. No competition, then. Because yeah, he's not going. Assad's not going to turn around and go, oh yeah, of course you can build a pipeline, my American friends. <laughs> mm. You've just spent the last six months bombing the shit out of my government forces, actually hindering the, my fight against ISIS so you claim are the bad guys. Because yeah. this is where I was utterly confused, is because I know we were doing stuff in Syria, um, and then when sort of everyone was mentioning, oh, World War Three is going to happen. Well, I've got a good video on that if you were to play it. Yeah, because I, I was confused. Because I thought, well, we're already bombing them. What's the big, why is everyone freaking out this time? But uh, I'm starting to understand a little bit more now. Yeah, this is from the uh, Aggressive Progressives. Okay. Okay, let's hear it then. Jeff Kennedy Jr. wrote a great article in Echo Watch, and he laid out what exactly is happening in Syria. What's exactly happening in Syria is a bit of a mind blower because, of course, what's happening in Syria. Now, remember, the United States wants to overthrow Assad, and we're enemies of the people who are trying to overthrow him. So we're against everybody in Syria. We're against ISIS, who's fighting Assad, and we're against Assad. Isn't that weird? And why do you think it is? Why do you think we're, uh, we even give a shit about Syria? Why do you think it is? Could it have something to do with fossil fuels? So here's the headline, and I started reading it. It says, while the compliant American press parrots the narrative that our military support for the Syrian insurgency is purely humanitarian, Many Syrians see the present crisis as just another proxy war over pipelines and geopolitics. It's, it's, so, so people think uh, this war really began in 2000 when Qatar proposed to construct a $10 billion, 15-kilometer pipeline through Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Syria, and Turkey. That's when this started. If we go back a couple of decades, the Bruce Lovett report, this is from the 50s. This report was from the 50s. The Bruce Lovett report pointed out that such interventions were antithetical to American values and had compromised America's international leadership and moral authority without the knowledge of the American people. So come to me, what, what the Bruce Lovett report was about was it was trying to figure out what's all the anti-American sentiment about in, in, uh, in the Middle East. So they investigated, and it was they figured out because all the leaders that in America were saying, "Oh, it's because they're religious nuts." No, it turned out it was because the CIA overthrew their governments. We overthrew the Iranian democratically elected government. We were trying to overthrow the Syrian government. That's what that's talking about. That's what it says that such interventions were antithetical to American values and had compromised America's international leadership and moral authority without the knowledge of... This is going back to the 50s. This was a government report, the Bruce Lovett report. And that's what Robert <coughs> F. Kennedy Jr. is talking about. So go to, the report blamed the CIA for the rampant anti-Americanism that was then mysteriously taking root in many countries in the world today. So that's, so just so you know, everybody in the Arab world knows what America's been doing, that we've been toppling uh, governments and installing puppets. Everyone, we, we're the ones who don't know this. Americans don't even know that Iran had a democratically elected uh, a, a government in the 50s, Mossadegh. It was the first, and he wanted to export democracy around the entire Arab world, but America didn't want that. 
What did we promote? We promoted the uh, Saudis and their extremism. Why? And because they were friendly to us. I mean, we saw well, well, we saw Arab nationalism as a threat. That's why. Go ahead. Yeah. So we kind of deal with the Saudis um, to get oil cheaply, and they also promised to keep oil production uh, at a certain level to maintain stable oil prices. And they also promised to monetize their oil on the dollar. That's right. That's right. That, that was a huge, important part of the equation. And we promised yes. back to them that we would protect them with our military. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Saudi that was in the 70s yeah, that happened. Saudi Arabia is, is Sunni, and Iran is Shia. Shia. So they're more enemies, therefore we went and, into bed with, with the Sunnis. Now, uh, the 9-11 hijackers, Sunnis. Sunnis. ISIS, Sunnis. Sunni. Uh, and... Um, Al-Qaeda. Yeah, Al-Qaeda, Sunni. Sunni. So uh, we demonize the hell out of Iran. Everything they do is evil and wrong. We can't kind of deal with them. We must have an embargo, everything. They are the worst of the worst. When in fact, I would argue that Saudi Arabia is much worse for, for America. Much worse. Much worse, right? Yes. I'm not saying the Iranians are angels. They have a brutal theocracy that's very, very oppressive and repressive. But Saudi Arabia is arguably, easily arguably, worse. And they're committing... Uh, and we never talk about never. it. Never. We kiss their ass. Our presidents literally bow over and kiss their kiss their hands. It's unbelievable. So there's two pipelines. There's a pipeline from Iran. So there's this big natural gas field, right, in between Iran and Qatar and Saudi Arabia. And so Saudi Arabia and Qatar, Sunni, mm -hmm. they have their own pipeline that they want to go through Syria to bring natural gas to Europe. Iran, Shia, they have their own gas pipeline that they want to send through Syria to bring. Now, Russia really doesn't want any of these pipelines. It says, of course, the Russians, who sell 70% of their gas exports to Europe, viewed the Qatar-Turkey pipeline as an existential threat. 70% 70, 70 of their gas exports to Europe, right? So, in Putin's view, the Qatar pipeline is a NATO plot to change the status quo, deprive Russia of its only foothold in the Middle East, strangle the Russian economy, and end Russian leverage in the European energy market. So that's what this comes to me. That's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. Russia giving fossil fuels to Europe, protecting their economic base, and them seeing us wanting to have the Qatar-Saudi pipeline as an existential threat to their economy. That's what this is. It's all, of course, it's about a pipeline. Of course it is. Of course it is. Why would America give a fuck about Syria itself, right? It doesn't. It only cares about Syria to the extent that Syria is a conduit for the pipeline. Right, Can so I explain it a bit better? That does, yes. Uh, oh, you did that better? No, no, you did that well. I was just... Basically, I needed to know geographically where <laughs> Syria was and as soon as I looked at that map everything sort of fell into place because I'm not a moron I just don't follow the fucking news but so from what you've told me so far and that little video yeah they're fighting over fucking gas yeah um, mm -hmm. and that's all the money and the money. bit I needed explaining right. to me as well what I was confused about and this is just completely fucked this is why I was confused I knew we was already doing stuff mm -hmm. in Syria I'd, I'd heard that for a while so then when everyone started saying, oh, you know, the last couple of days, you know, uh, it's kicked off. I was like, eh, but we're already kicking up. Now I get it that, so America, 
is fighting with both fucking sides yeah. of the war in one mm-hmm. country. Yeah. How in anyone's... What you want to sell more weapons, they... you fund both yeah. sides. Yeah, the last Charles did. Yeah, but, but you don't fight them. both sides. No, but they want, they want chaos so that Assad goes so <coughs> they can install their own puppet government like yeah. Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah. And um, they can do the will of the Americans. And yeah. one thing I did know, it's a really sad thing actually, I hope I get the right country, because uh, I am stupid, uh, Iran. Uh, where he was talking, we toppled the democratically yeah. elected government. I've seen lo- this uh, amazing photo um, uh, gallery of um, pictures from oh, what country? Sorry. Oh, it's Iran. I've seen. Iran. I've seen the same one in the fifties. In the fifties, women were liberated. They were in bikinis uh, on the beach. They, it was yeah. fun, fun times. It was like the fifties in America. Nice cars, you know, yeah. a bit of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Like, might not be rock and roll, but, but yeah, they're yeah, a secular yeah. country. They the money and to now they're the most secular. Well, now, they're, now they're the most. Um, they're not now, are they? No, they they were. They were before. When they had the Ayatollah Khomeini in mm. the eighties, there was death to America. America is a great Satan, etc., etc. Navy Seals. Back to professional wrestling. Um, <laughs> they've uh, actually made some history. The WWE because they went because uh, the women are now as popular as the men in professional wrestling, and they went to Saudi Arabia. And women weren't allowed to perform before, and they actually let them have a, a women's wrestling match. However, uh, they, they couldn't wear the bikinis. They, they were covered <laughs> from neck to. Um, they were basically wearing full body suits. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, t- there's no tinfoil hats required here. No, there's no, no fucking con- like. It's simple a, a resource power grab. So Follow why the do money. they bother with the bullshit? Who are they bullshit? Are we? Uh, is it people like, sorry mum, my mum, just someone of who course. needs to know, well yeah. why are we bombing him? Mm-hmm. Oh, he did a chemical on his yeah. own yeah. people. We'll get well, him bombing. Well, well, yes, we'll do that next. Should we take a break? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Back, and I'll, we'll go into um, the Russian response. So the bombs have hit, or allegedly hit. We don't know. Some of them hit, mm-hmm. maybe. The Russian response. Konstantin Kozachoyov who is the Federal Council's Head of International Relations, but two quotes from him, he described the coalition attacks as a flagrant violation of international law and as promised consequences. He then goes on to say, Russia's reaction should be guided by the professional evaluation of military specialists. Oof, not good then. So that's their Head of International Relations saying that. <laughs> and we've expelled all our diplomats now. And we expelled their diplomats in the wake of the Novichok attack. And so a lot of European countries mm. in support of us. So who did do the Novichok then? Well, we'll get to that. Can't they all just sit down and say, there is X amount of gas to be taken, X amount of money to be made, you have this, we'll take this. Well, that's why we need a resource-based economy. Oh. We don't need this <laughs> capitalism that just eats itself alive. I mean, you can't have infinite growth on a finite planet. Think about hey, it. Hey, that's a lovely yeah. quote. Well, not lovely, but you know what I mean, yeah. That's, that's a, a terrifying quote. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, yeah. That is capitalism. Yeah. That is capitalism. It will that's just so consume true. more and more resources. It grows and grows yeah. and grows. And tinfoil hats on, maybe. But the really tragic part of that statement is the fact that we can have renewable, clean yeah. Yeah. things that don't make money that's but it. don't fucking destroy. We could put solar panels all in the Sahara Desert, guys, enough to power the world. Why have I never thought of that? Yeah. That's so fucking <laughs> obvious. It's, it's a desert. Yeah, yeah. It's alive. And it's a lot of sun. 
Fuck! No one, and hey, you know, you could have a couple on the roof of your house as well, which might power your uh, stuff in the day. If you know. every government said, right, we'll put in a hundred million or whatever, how much it's going to cost, yeah. what, proportionate to how much you, the country needs, well, how much they've got, I'd say, I was going to say, so like USA are going to put in more money than Djibouti. Yeah. I mean, they, they Djibouti, the, <laughs> the mighty nation of Djibouti. But if every nation does that, yeah, yeah, and say, look, that's it, free energy for everybody now. Because we'll never have to pay another gas bill or electricity bill yeah. again. Well, someone's got to pay for the infrastructure for the panels, haven't they? But that's like a one-time... Big uh, That's, it. that's why know. every country contributes. There you go. Because I have noticed, as part of work, just to tell the listener, I'm a delivery driver. Uh, I don't just drive around randomly for no... Apparently, kidnapping prostitutes, (laughs) murdering prostitutes. I said kidnapping, cutting off their their genitals in the trans van. Well, you know, welcome to the trans van (laughs) (laughs) where I drive around in a dress. Um, I have noticed um, solar fields popping up in the countryside of our great country, and I think that's farmers realizing, hang on, I'll make more off that. Yeah, well, uh, we don't have much. Hey. My parents have got solar panels on their oh, the house. But this is Britain. My uh, point is, we don't have much. And my parents live literally two, do- three, four doors away, and they both have thirty-two panels, sixteen panels on their houses. Actually, but it's more economically. So this farmer has decided it's more economically viable for him to harvest sun in a country where the sun never fucking <laughs> shines. <laughs> Right, ah, it matter. It's light. Yeah, there you go. You see. Yeah. So, but in the Sahara, though, or any other of desert, a lot of sun. Yeah, it's gonna work a lot better than a field in fucking Cheshire. Yeah. Oh, imagine being the front of the fucking maintenance guys who's gonna go out to the middle of Sahara to oh. fucking fix a panel. Oh, no. You'd be the dune buggy, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd ride a dune buggy. Yeah, then you've got to get off and fix it, and you're behind. a Fuck ton of solar panels drawing the heat out. No. Don't look at the uh, solar panels with your naked eye. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> Fry your eyes out. Because <laughs> oh! you'd, you'd be between them, wouldn't you? Yeah. You need so to say this bounce bits of fucking heat bouncing off you as you're fucking underneath uh, the one. Well, you need oh, to send man, Kenny Baker. Up. I know he's dead now, but send Kenny Baker. That's the bloke who played R two D two, isn't it? Because mm. they sat him in a fucking. They put him in a tin can in the yeah. desert and filmed him for days. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't have any rights because he's a little person. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's about modern day slavery. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the 70s the film industry wasn't as regulated as it is no. now. And you wouldn't be allowed to put a little person in a tin can in the desert anymore. But anyway, he'd be good at fixing your solar panels is all I'm Ooh, saying. And yeah. he could use his R2 costume to move between... Panels. Yeah. So, yeah. Back to the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, the 13th of April, Russia accuses Britain of staging the alleged chemical attack in Syria. Well, how um, very dare you, Russia? And they claim to have evidence of this, which to this point of recording has not been... Well, there's something's been revealed, but it's nothing to do with Britain. It's more of a false flag, isn't it? So, you're the, a, Syrian, you're, uh, you're a top-level uh, British... Um, either government or, or MI, whatever it is, and you're thinking, like, right, we need problems with Russia and we've got to create one. Um, so we'll poison this spy. Do we have any Russians? We must have some diplomats, somebody like that, some spy. We must have something. Yeah, yeah, we've got this dude. Used to work for them, now works for us. Perfect. Kill him with something Russian. Yeah. Okay. But being Brits, we fucked it up. Yep. 
delightfully. We wouldn't. went and bought the fucking chemicals from the fucking factory up the road. Literally, <laughs> listen. If you're not up to uh, up to speed on this story, we're not exaggerating. The fucking one place in our country where they, do where they make this stuff was fucking twenty minutes. I'm, I'm in it. I'm it was literally right. twenty minutes drive. Well, yeah, it wasn't yeah. far away. Up the fucking road from where this uh, chemical attack. It has been analysed now, hasn't it? By it the has. Swiss lab. The Swiss, independent Swiss lab, and they claim. Hold on. Gordy, gordy, gordy. They, um, they <laughs> claim that the. Um, I got this in an article later on. It's something called a. I'm just BZ, and it's uh, an agent designed by Western powers. Yeah, it's a Western design nerd agent. Is Russia the West? No, they're the East. No, yeah. Not the Middle East. So they're the basically saying East. that it's one of ours, so we did okay. it. They're saying, yeah. How? Mm, none of us are chemists, are we? But I was thinking, how do you identify where this... Don't we all make the same chemicals that, you know... Um, I think it depends on the strain. They might have a right. similar... They're all, they're all broadly these things similar patented? symptoms. Are these things, like, you know, owned and patented? I would imagine that. <laughs> do you know well, what I mean? Like, there's only so many types mm. of identified chemical weapons I'm just curious the world, as, so it's I don't just know. something brand new. What you're trying to say is what's the difference between a Russian one and a UK Yeah, that's one? what I'm curious to know. I don't know. Uh, they it must have be, a way of knowing. It might be some yeah, kind of well, chemical compound uh, build-up. That's um, what the labs say, so... Yeah. They must have a way. We, we, I mean, imagine the fucking high-tech that lab is. I mean, think uh, think The Rock, where that, there's in, they do the biological bit at the start Ooh. and that secret... That, that lab like, with the glass container. I like those glass balls with the green stuff here. Yeah, yeah they movie. are. That's great film, great that's movie. Fucking classic. Michael what of Nicholas Cage's best, actually? Probably. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb, Ben. I, Ooh, if you want to say it's his Connor best. Connor or The Rock? I, I think The Rock, because you've got the Sean yeah, Connery yeah, thing yeah, next to him. Yeah. He's good in it. It's like his last good films. Yeah. Yeah, I like The Mike's Rock. Mike's nodding. Yeah. Connor's good. I like, I like Connor. I like them both. And and um, what's his face? Steve Buscemi's great that in that as well. Yeah. I drove across three states wearing their heads and hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, fantastic. But it's no Sean Connery break, being XSAS, breaking into Alcatraz yeah. and telling Ed, Ed Wood to fuck off. <laughs> Put the Ed bunny what's his name? in the box. Um, and it is Ed, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Harris. There you go. And telling Ed Harris yeah. to fuck off. Interesting <laughs> little great. fact because it's come up before on the podcast. Um, you know how I was saying about uh, Nicolas Cage basically does about three direct-to-DVD action movies a yeah. year and they're varying degrees of awful and wonderful. And I've <laughs> seen a lot of them. The reason he does that is apparently money troubles. Yeah, uh, he... The guy just needs money coming in. I heard, do you know why Kevin Bacon, Hollywood star Kevin Bacon, I is on our Kevin fucking Bacon. TV oh, screens advertising? Is it Sky or E? e, e, e. e. So he is to international listeners. Hollywood star Kevin Bacon is advertising uh, probably the third biggest phone company, not even Second? a top phone company yeah, I don't know, in England. Pretty good, IE. I, I, but, I, I don't know, you still got Aunt Orange still. That's, that's old Orange, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so why is he on our TV doing shitty little adverts? Apparently, he was a victim of the Bernie Madoff. Oh, um, was he? Yeah, he lost all his um, yeah. fortunes. Yeah, all and that money he made from Tremors. Well, hey, no, don't knock no, Tremors. Kevin Bacon had a good career, man. He was. I think a, there's a new Tremors coming out. He certainly like didn't Tremors have the sort of something. career where you need to be doing fucking second-rate adverts. He's a B movie actor who did no, B movie I don't films. Know. I don't know. Yeah, but even. Although dude, he was he, in X Men First Class, where he didn't annoy me too much. But Flashdance, fuck that off in the reggae box. Footloose. Not Flashdance. Footloose. Uh, I just, I'm just saying, the dude made some money, and uh, 
and he lost it. So that's why he's on TV. Uh, yeah. Back to the war. Back to, Back the, to war. the war. <laughs> um, so Russia's accused Britain of staging it, and Emmanuel Macron, the French president, mm. president? They have a president and a prime minister? Who's a president? I think they have. He's and a president, he's a guy in charge, in yeah. He claims that France has got proof that it's the Russians. That was on the 14th of April. Oh. How does Russia killing a Russian in Britain, on British soil, I agree that, I realise that's a crime. How does that give us rights to go and fight with Syria? Are we, what are we trying to do? If we well, that was nothing, that was nothing to do with that. I was just it was, this, is like, this, is, this is like a... We're just trying to paint Russia to be yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, yeah we're, trying to we're not trying we're to start a fight with them because we don't want that. No, no, but we want to paint them as the bad guy to the right. public. Oh, look what they've done on British soil. Yeah. They've committed a terrorist attack on British soil. They're no better than ISIS right. kind of mentality amongst your average Brit who believes what the sun says. Are Russians the next Muslims in British society? Hey, Call of Duty, all the Call of Duty games, guys, mm. in the, the Modern Warfare ones, who yeah. are you fighting? I don't know. The Russians. Uh. You never... They're back now, don't they? The first Call of Duty was um, actually a rogue Islamic state, but then the last two, and the last, sorry, let me Call of Duty ended with four. Mm. It was Russians, the bad guys. Mm. The Russians invaded the US, they invaded Europe. Then you found out that it was actually this Russian terrorist who orchestrated a war between the major powers and all this. So, yeah, you were fighting the Russians. How many of us, I mean, I grew up, I, I love Call of Duty, it was fucking awesome. Mm. You, I you did play, play. I played you the play first shoot, couple. You played first-person shooters. Mm. It's like an I'm Xbox crap, One, Xbox 360 like kind of generation. You Xbox 360 probably. You were, you were playing Call of Duty. I played on PlayStation Two. I think was it? Did it start in World War Two? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. I played that one, and I do appreciate. I'm just awful at first-person shooters. Yeah, just not my favorite type of game. But so that's where we are now. So it's back to to the. 13-year-olds of Britain are fighting Russians for 12 hours a night instead yeah. of sleeping or doing homework. Ah, awesome. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? But, yeah. but do you see what, what I'm saying? Though, is Muslims are the bogeymen in, any, in America and Britain right now. It's the way it's been painted. I was actually at, today, I said to the boys off mic, today as we record was the Vasaki Festival in our hometown of Telford. Well, it's all over the world, but it's a Sikh festival. Not many white people there. You know, but no, it's not any white Sikhs. There you go. But I was, I was thinking as I was there um, that uh, I bet you there's people in the houses looking out the window, thinking these fucking Muslims. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, over it's it's doing... a fucking Sikh festival. I only know and to enlighten the listeners. They're all my, ragheads to them. Yeah. Well, my best friend <laughs> is a Sikh. That's what they My best friend is a Sikh, British Sikh. So I know, I think I know more than your average. You keep voting Brit bloke. Yeah, about Sikhism and... Uh, Steaming the, pile of shit knows more than the U, fucking well, there you voters. Go. But yeah, I was thinking, I was like, because they're the bogeymen. I bet there's people, because they had to shut down the streets to do this uh, uh, procession. Um, I said, there will be people looking out the windows thinking, fucking Muslims sh- yeah. closing our streets. And so my, my point was that then, uh, they a uh, Russian's going to be the next bogeyman. Yeah. You know, um... Because we've got to have an enemy, we've got to have a reason. Got to have a reason to, to put that money into it. the military industrial complex, have not we? What would happen if they just came out and said to us, talked to us like grown-ups, and said, "Look, we know this is a bit shitty, but it's just the way capitalism works. We need to go and get that gas line. People are going to die." Everyone would say, "Well, capitalism isn't working. Fuck capitalism off." But then, but wouldn't they say to your average man, "You like that fucking gas coming out your cooker, don't you?" The average man, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Your average, you know, 
the Sun newspaper reader. Yeah. But there's enough people. So they have to bush, they have to come out to the people, the public, and say, uh, and give some sort of um, heroic reason, some sort of morally um, yeah. superior reason for why we do it. It's not money, no, it's no, that it's fucking it's, gas and cunts. Yeah. But did yeah. he? But did he? So let's have a look at this, um, this US Marine. Um, it's yeah. Kenneth O'Keefe, he blows whistle on the Syrian false flag and the real agenda. Yeah, this is from a year ago. So this is on the second chemi chemical attack. Because right, there's been a previous one to this. Well, there's we... been two This is the third yeah. now, apparently. Yeah. But the other, two, the, other two, the other two were debunked and they were rebels, weren't they? Yes, they were. They were not the, the Assad regime. And they, they said this about Saddam as well, didn't they? Yeah. Or they, have, they just throw that chemical weapons red card out there, don't Who they? Who sold Ooh. the chemical weapons to oh, well, Iraq? I'll tell you that later on. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you about the Syrian yeah. ones. So this is a former US Marine. Yeah. yeah. Kenneth O'Keefe. The United States is in a perpetual state of war because the bankers control the politicians and they read the script as given to them by the banksters and they make huge amounts of money off of this. What this gentleman is saying about the United States not wanting war, not wanting to get involved is like Iraq 2.0. It's a repeat of the same rubbish that was said, oh we don't want war, uh, you know, war is a last resort. That's absolutely untrue, it's a lie. Those that are in government are nothing more than prostitutes who are carrying out the orders of those who are in charge of them, and those that are in charge want another war. And part of that is what we discussed earlier, the Greater Israel Project, to destabilize any Arab regime which might have any kind of autonomy and self-determination. Any regime in the Arab world that is not an absolute puppet cannot be tolerated. And who are the nations that we target? Those that are not puppets. We don't target those like the Saudi regime, which is the biggest human rights violator in that region. It's cutting off people's heads in public, cutting off hands. It is the most grotesque regime on the planet, and yet we give that regime weapons, and it's no problem whatsoever. The duplicity and hypocrisy of the United States and the West can't even be measured. It is so enormous. And these mouthpieces, such as this gentleman in Washington, is only doing a disservice to himself and his country. And the fact is that American sons and daughters will get involved in this yet again. And these chicken hawks who are pretending to care about the Syrian people are going to be sacrificing not their own sons and daughters. I would like this man to send his sons and daughters and his grandchildren off to Syria when this turns into a greater conflict because this is what we're flirting with is a world war. A third world war. This is not a joke. We are flirting with a third world war on the basis that apparently we care so much about the Syrian people just like we care so much about the Iraqi people and the Afghani people. The only people that buy this sort of stuff are either bought off prostitutes or the dumbest of the dumb. And we're also led to believe that Assad is the dumbest idiot dictator on the planet now, isn't he? Because he invited UN inspectors to come in and he brought them in on the very day that they come in, he decides to attack his own people 10 miles away from where the inspectors arrive. This is beyond ridiculous. And the only people that buy this, again, are bought-off prostitutes or the dumbest of the dumb. Yeah, boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> I like him. He's Andy. Andy. <laughs> I like, I like him. Guy. So let me tell you what our Sun, Sun National Newspaper has to say. Oh. All right, yeah. And this is um, the, the Sun owned by Rupert Murdoch. It's News Corp. Same as Sky News, same as Fox News. This is what your truck driver, your taxi driver, yeah. your factory worker, this is what, it's probably yeah. the most popular paper in the country, unfortunately. Now, when this false flag theory, this false flag accusation started to rise, the Sun run the headline, quote, 
Sick trolls claim Syria gas massacre was a deep state false flag operation designed to trick Trump into war with Assad. End quote. Oh. That was what they ran with. Now, and do you know what? We're back to why we do this podcast, mm-hmm. aren't we? Yeah. yeah. You're a fucking troll. You're a conspiracy yeah. theorist. You're a fucking lunatic, tinfoil hat idiot for even fucking daring to question the official mm-hmm. narrative. Yeah, and, and you explained to me in about an hour. Video. Yeah. Of the British, we'll get to him in a moment. You've seen that Eagles gets cut off. Exactly, and uh, it's so fucking patronising. Yep. You're not allowed to question anymore. Nine eleven, they released the official report. That's that. That's the story. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, oh, that angers me. It's like so. It should mean yeah. Because we trolls bastards. are we? We're internet trolls are we for having a little think about this? Well, the thing is, we've come to you. You've read, you've seen on the news. You don't know about this. You had to look yeah. where Syria was on the fucking map. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, you present yourself in that bubble. That's fine. Mm. Me and Mikey were sat here Friday night and we, we actually put the news on. Yeah. We were playing Champo and, and we finished, we were watching something and put the news on for a bit, like fire to go. And we watched Trump state that he'd made the attacks. Yeah. It literally, it was weird. And it was like, fuck, well, that's it. Is it? Mm. Then we started thinking, well, this doesn't all seem quite right. Well, no, because the day we, um, the night time that we bombed, the day after, the inspectors are meant to investigate them sites. Yes, I'll t- you know, tell you um, what they said. So, say? that's dodgy as fuck to yeah. begin with, isn't it? The um, the OPC. That's why they pushed for it so hard, because mm. they didn't want them going in, realising that it was a false flag, and calling them out on it, so, so they just bomb it, yeah. destroy the evidence. So, let me, let me ask you a couple of questions. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. So, were airstrikes by the Coalition designed to destroy evidence of Western involvement in the alleged chemical attack, and... Were the strikes carried out before the OPCW, which is the Organisation for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons, had started their investigation on the ground in Syria, literally supposed to be yesterday, the attacks went in early hours Saturday morning? Yes and yes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to give you a good uh, metaphor for it. Let, let's say your girlfriend accuses you of cheating. Yeah. And uh, she says, I want to look through your phone. And you say, um, of course. Oh, you can definitely look through my phone, babe. You can read all the messages. <laughs> you can do everything. And then just as she's about to take it from you, you fucking smash it on the yeah. floor. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Accident. Oh, how's I drop that? Now the screen's completely oh, broken. It's oh, it's completely all out, and, and I stamped on it too. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, but trust me. Yeah. I am still innocent. <laughs> I love it, guys. You start eating your phone to stop yeah. looking at it. <laughs> Oh no, it's in my mouth! I I didn't! (laughs) I've got independent hand syndrome! (laughs) It's out of cover, no control! I explained all my wanking! (laughs) (laughs) Independent hand syndrome? Oh man, what is it? It's wandering hand syndrome! Have you seen Dr. Strangelove? No, I haven't. Oh, no. Watch it. I know it's, it's one of those. That's the thing you should That is fantastic. Dr. Strange, he only ever comes in, he comes in right at the end <laughs> and he's this, this crippled wheelchair bound Nazi doctor who's got wandering hand syndrome. His, his hand keeps shooting up into the Hitler sign <laughs> and he has to keep it. pulling it down. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he gets carried away. I think at one point he stands up and shouts, like, how the Fuhrer? He realizes what he's doing. I just sit back down again. 
Jeans is Peter Sellers playing three or four roles oh, in that film. I have a funny tale to retell. I'll do it quickly <laughs> on the same theme. Is There's a wrestler called The Miz, and he does this thing where he goes, when my hand goes up, and he raises his hand straight above his head, when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. And I, t- I tried this with my girlfriend's kids <laughs> as a joke. I was like, right, when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. Oh, everyone's giggling, it's very cute. And they're copying me. Only they don't understand the difference between holding your your hand straight above your head and holding it slightly out of you, in front of you. And my missus says, well, you've taught the kids to fucking Heil Hitler. If I put it on YouTube, I'd be in prison now. Vilified as the most evil man in the country right now. Oh, uh, oh, but you know about the, the, one of the most least evil men in the country? You yeah. St. Tony. Oh. A Blair? St. Tony. <laughs> you know, noted St. Tony war you criminal. You mean the Middle East Peace Empire? <laughs> yes. But Middle Eastern Peace, former Middle Eastern Peace Empire. Philanthropist of the year. Save the children. Save the children, head of St. Nice Tony. Brown, though, Tony. <laughs> Uh, former British Prime Minister oh. and noted war criminal Tony Blair. <laughs> He's actually in the war criminal book. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Says non-intervention has consequences and he wants more strikes. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> unbelievable. Why will this fucking twat just go away or get arrested or whatever? Jesus. Oh. More strikes, Tony. Great. Because our strikes... They're so fucking precise, aren't they? They're literally programmed not to blow up children. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. off. The shrapnel swirls its way round them. <laughs> <laughs> it's that intelligent. <laughs> Terrorist-seeking shrapnel. <laughs> Terrorist-seeking shrapnel. <laughs> fucking all... God, I mean, come on. And So the sun's saying we're trolls for thinking this way. Internet trolls. Mm. Are we? Are we Are we mental? Or is this oh, maybe just... a little bit. That's, yeah, definitely, definitely debatable. Um, I don't give a fuck when he says that man's a war criminal. <laughs> I hope he sees that every time A million he people? <laughs> a million people marched, didn't they? Yeah. They did. Not in my name. Fucking hell, Tony. More strikes. You're the middle. Was East. the Middle Eastern oh, Peace Envoy. I don't think he is anymore. But mm-hmm. still, how can you call He set the fucking region on fire. How can he be the Peace Envoy? How would you feel now then? Some, so Russia, let's say, they're like a bit like, well... These British, they do willy-nilly bum people, you know, like, let's bum them a little bit and teach them. Mm-hmm. How will we feel? Exactly. As mate. your average fucking Joe, you know, I'm driving me van along and then the fucking city explodes in mm-hmm. front of me and I fucking face That's burns it. up. Uh, to teach my government a lesson. Mm-hmm. And this, I, I said, well, the mics are after Ben, I think that we should try and get round to it at some point, trying to put ourselves to empathise with... Imagine being your average fucking Joe on the street in yeah. Syria. Mm. Who, who, who fucking hates ISIS. Yeah. And hates not a big the fan of the government. Yeah. Right? And you've got these international fuckers. They're just bombing willy-nilly. What do you do? How do you yeah. live? It's always the yeah. poor. And it's so always the poor that suffer. But then they war. try and escape and come mm-hmm. here to us. And we tell them to fuck off. Fuck you, we Which don't is, care. And you've got people like Katie Hopkins tweeting, oh. I don't care about the dead babies on the, the beach. And the cockroaches. Uh, and uh, to, oh. an evil bitch. To, saw a meme, to quote a meme I saw today, uh, bombing the Syrians, then refusing to take in their children. It's naughty, they're running through a wheat field, isn't it, Teresa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. 
true. Oh. It's true. It's absolutely true. And this is where we get the hypocrisy of it yeah. all. Oh. This is the pro- we are selling cluster mm. bombs, which are illegal yeah. under international law because we signed up to the convention. So what took we that? Ca- they are bombs bomb, right? that then drop lots of little oh, bombs. Oh, I know so. from worms. I've played yeah, worms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And devastate a massive area. They, are they like, can't be that accurate. It's, like air, it's just not accurate. It's just area bombing. Mm. Right. You take carpet out, bombing. Yeah, carpet mm. bombing. That's I love that. So it's so fucking carpet <laughs> No, bomb. but I'd love the, the quote from Joe Rogan. He believes we should carpet bomb the world with magic mushrooms. Yeah. And everyone Thanks will start that. to feel a little different. <laughs> Trust me. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, we are selling that to the Saudis. Yeah. But they're to illegal bomb, to use. They're illegal to use, but we because we, we don't use them, we can still sell them. Oh, it's not legal to produce them and no, sell them. No, you just can't use them. Oh, the Saudis aren't signed up to the Geneva Convention, so they oh. can use them. That's fine. But they're and our they're bombing, mates. They're our mates. And they're not signed up to the Geneva no, Convention. No, didn't, didn't Saudi Arabia get control of the, um, the UN human rights? They did. They sat at the head of the Human Rights Council. It was their now, turn. Look at the Your women aren't allowed to drive? Yeah. You're beheading people for minor crime. For homosexuality. And yeah, and, and atheism. And, mm. and, and I tell you, mate, topsy-turvy, the world oh, doesn't oh. work like you think it should. So... We, we've touched on what uh, the agenda, what we're being told. So this is from um, Sky News. I believe it was Friday evening, which would have been the 13th. Yes, it was the 13th, Friday the 13th. And a, a positive to come from this, just before we play, I think this video has gone a bit viral, because I, yeah. I know you shared it. I shared on it on page, the page on Friday night. And I've seen a couple of friends share it, and I'm like, oh, okay. This so, is because it's textbook. Yeah. yeah. This is just textbook. They don't want this guy talking about... The shit that he's talking about, and they this just is, cut him off. It is the former head of the British Armed Forces in Iraq. He was the ranking general of all British Armed Forces in Iraq. So they brought him on thinking, uh, oh, military guy, he'll be yeah. pro-war. So um, just to clear during, up... During, not during the invasion, during the, the aftermath. So to clear up for charge. me, to clear up just for me, because uh, Ben's our um, uh, resident military guy with experience. Not uh, much experience. I got drunk a lot in army the, But you know what I mean, a lot more than me. So this guy... Everyone who was based in Iraq, it's this a pyramid kind of, structure, he was at the top of the test. Yes, he was. He's a yeah. fucking big deal. Yeah. This isn't some loony bit. He's a professional soldier who's spent many, many years on campaign and has experienced right. to be appointed to head of a British uh, armed force, an expeditionary force, let's call it. Or actually, be more technical, an occupation force. But we'll, Peacekeeping force. Right. There we go. But he was top dog. Basically. He was top dog. He right. was top top of the book. Top and, of the pyramid. And this was on Sky Fucking News. Um, when was uh, Friday, Friday, I believe it was Friday night. This is unbelievable. Do you think anything what we've heard from either Sergei Lavrov or indeed the Russian ambassador has made it more difficult for the UK to launch any kind of attack without putting it to Parliament? Yeah, I, don't, I think quite apart from all that, the, the, the debate that seems to be missing from this is, uh, and this was actually mentioned by, the, by the, uh, the ambassador, was what possible motive might have uh, triggered Syria to launch a chemical attack at this time in this place? Uh, you know, the Syrians are winning. Don't take my word for it. Take the American military's word for it. General Vergel, the head of uh, CENTCOM, he said to Congress the other day, America, uh, Assad has won this war and we need to face that. So, And then you got last week the the statement by Trump or a tweet by Trump that that America had finished with ISIL and we're going to pull out soon, very soon. 
Uh, and then suddenly you get... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. You've been uh, very patient waiting for us, but we do need to leave it there. I'm very sorry. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, more to come on Sky News. Do stay tuned. There you have it. There you go. There's, uh, a, there's the best example I can, I can give you. Really. Uh, the, the thing of it is, I look, I'm not a news professional, but I've seen the news. Uh, she, she doesn't say we. Uh, sorry, we've got to cut you off there because we're running short on time because uh, the advert break's coming up. Or oh, we have an incoming. Uh, we've got this guy on the line, uh, and we a breaking report. She's she just literally like, well, no, yeah. we don't like what you're saying. Yeah, and yeah. now I'm going to awkwardly look at camera yeah. whilst I wait for the voice did. in my ear to tell me what the fuck to <laughs> I mean, do I'll, next. I'll give you to her for professionalism because I mean. At first she looked panicked and then she just settled right back into that sort of I'm I'm the puppet master role. And He's he wasn't puppet. even saying anything to he was basically like, so what's the motivation? Why why would they attack their own people? And I guess he's referring to uh, what I've learned earlier that these guys were going in to do the um, they won. They won. They beat ISIS. No, but is he saying going, like, going in to test the chemicals? The inspectors, yeah. 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 Why would he attack them at this time in this place? Yeah. Is, yeah, the US were pulling out. They've won the war. CENTCOM yeah. says that we've... Uh, they're mopping up now. They're mopping yeah. up. All of a sudden, the only thing that would get US mm. back into the war is if mm. he uses chemical weapons. <laughs> so he uses them. Yeah. How mad is that? You just wouldn't do it, would you? You're winning the war... America's got anything. Fuck, fuck for that. They're fucked yeah. up. You probably got a right, decent General, deal. General, gas them fuckers. Yeah. yeah, and you've got probably got a decent deal with Putin as well because yeah. he's supplying you. And you've got no excuses. It might be sixty forty, it might be seventy thirty, but you're taking an income from that pipeline. Yeah. more than you get with the Yanks. And you've got the West's excuses. It's that evil. He doesn't yeah. care. He's that he just evil. Wants to gas and, and Theresa May did say that it's uh, limiting the response, uh, limiting the chances of a chemical attack on British streets. Oh. So not not nothing to be cutting your police numbers. No, that like, that might stop a chemical attack. If I can't get a fucking lighter on a plane in Italy and take it with me to fucking England, I, I mean, do you know what I mean? We we're pretty safe. I know I've touched wood when I say that, cause I but come on, we don't get attacked very often. When we do, they usually shut down pretty quick. I mean, for fuck's sake. Yeah, we've had terrorist yeah. attacks that were literally what's more of a people threat attacking guys? people with knives yeah. on the street. Yeah. What's more of a because threat? They, that's the best they could do over the here odd using bands as weapons. The odd yeah. bit of terrorism, like you say, what's the biggest threat? The odd bit of terrorism, yeah, or homemade suicide bomb, yeah. or starting a war yeah. with a nuclear power like Russia. Oh, yeah. Which is the worst? Which is the more dangerous? We outnumber us militarily, probably like hundred and fifty to fucking one. Better yeah. weapons, we've more got no nukes. Chance. We, uh, we're was, in between America and Russia. Who the, yeah. we're the fact that we spent mm. we spent two days deliberating over whether to, Trump and the West spent two days deliberating, and we and, and Corbyn accused May of just being America's poodle, effectively. So mm. you're just waiting to see what Donald Trump does. But yeah. two days, you've lost the element of surprise. Whatever mm-hmm. they had, anywhere they wanted to hide, that there's a known target, it just moved. They bombed a chemical weapons plant in Damascus. Mm. Why would you build a chemical weapons plant in the centre of your fucking city? <laughs> well, if there's an accident, you kill everyone. Kills yeah. everybody. Well, like, Why would you do that? The one we mentioned earlier in our country is sort of in a leafy sub... You know, it's in the middle of the countryside, isn't it? That's it on Souls uh, You Play, which is... Right, uh, yeah. You know, it's... So, yeah, you would, when building these research centres, I would like to think, put in some kind of thought would go into their location yeah. as, you know, for a worst-case scenario... I mean, how would you get permit, like, insurance, planning... Ah. Oh, I mean, this is interesting. 
and I like that I'm a bit more informed now because it is nice living in my bubble, but it's a fucking double-edged sword, you know, mm. uh, protecting yourself from all this. Because, yes, on the one hand, I'm not affected, but I'm not miserable. I'm not Because this is making my blood boil, talking about mm-hmm. it the way mm. we are. In a good way, it's interesting, but like... This is why... Fucking angers me. This is why we have to get into politics and get rid of the fuckers like these that want to do this stuff, this war and shit. We have literally voted a bunch of sociopaths into yeah. power. And the, the worst of it is, Trump is like Lloyd as the, the fucking chosen one by his evangelical followers. Theresa May is a vicar's daughter who claims that she's got a very close personal relationship with God. Oh. Is anyone seeing a fucking theme here? What did God tell you're, you're you about twist, the... you, you can't take a, a, an essentially good message... Mm. And twist he's like, hey, we don't like them fuckers over there. So we're going to thought, love thy fucking neighbour. Well, I thought the first one was, thou shalt not kill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's no. kind of the first one, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah. the biggie. Yeah. That's that is biggie. the biggie. Hey, listen, Batman doesn't fucking kill. Optimus Prime doesn't kill unless he's in a Michael fucking Bay movie. <laughs> um, you know, heroes don't, if, unless they can. What does Optimus Prime say? Freedom is the right of all sentient beings. These people in fucking Syria... That's the thing I can't get over in my head, just trying to... Because this is all new to me, so... America's fighting both sides of the fucking government. Well, the West are, not just Trump. Well, well, not just Trump, yeah. And, you know, if you're just a fucking... You're a taxi driver in Syria. It doesn't give a fuck about ISIS. Yeah. Mm. You're not that fucking... You just trying to make, just, make a few quid yeah, to get your family fed. Yeah. You've got a couple of daughters. You're just, you're just trying to get through fucking life and live... And, and the next thing you know, you're driving along a main street and 200 yards of the road, a Tomahawk cruise missile slams into the fucking hospital. Because yeah. it's gone off target, it's gone rogue, it's been hit by anti-aircraft fire and it's spanning trajectory and gone off target. And this might be simplifying it, but you can boil it down to the reason that's happened to that taxi driver is that somebody who's already impossibly rich wants to be fucking richer. Yeah. It's insane. How much money can you have? How much yeah. can you buy yeah. with it? And I heard a good... No, this was, I'm about to quote you, Ben, from there, because I was listening to our Diana episode. You quoted Game of Thrones, which I don't watch. But I remember the quote, I'll create a dynasty that will last a thousand years. Yeah. And it that rings true with some of the David Icke book that I've been reading today. of um, like The bloodlines. The, the bloodlines. And they are thinking a thousand years down the line. Like, I am going to... That's the only reason I can think. Of. Why do you need all of to keep getting more and more and more wealth. Well, I've got to feed a family for a thousand years, man, mm. and I've got to, you know, protect these institutions. Power corrupts. Well, absolute any... power corrupts, absolutely. Of course. And with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I just mimed doing a Spider-Man thing. Um, it sounded like jizz. Here's a thought. If Spider-Man has a nocturnal dream, mm. a wet dream, does he yeah. wake uh, up webbed to his sheets? <laughs> and, uh, oh, Fuck, I'm stuck for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this is fucked up, man. Have you yeah. ever heard of a report called The New American Century yeah. that was penned in the 60s and the 70s mm-hmm. by people no. like Cheney? That's a whole new world order thing is planned whole out. whole new world order. We've yes. got a war with the Middle East. Actually, this rings We've a bell. We've established world dominance over the energy supplies. Yeah. Neo, neo-fascist We've paid Muslims as enemies. Neocon. Who was that general that came out and said he whistleblowed on it, didn't he? Some American general. Well, it's a whole episode yeah. on its own. Mm. We'll get to mm. it, but that's just definitely. It's like almost. It's all panning out exactly the I'm same pan- as that report yeah. said. Mm-hmm. The Middle um, East will become the bogeyman, basically. It says, doesn't yeah. it? And we'll we'll create. Plus, it's in the Bible, isn't it? Armageddon, isn't it? Of course. Let's face it. Do you know what? That, speaking on that, there's a. I'm a 
big time Johnny Cash fan, but he does a lot. He's a very, very deeply Christian man. It's uh, weird, isn't it? Yeah, and I don't. The thing is, though, I love his voice so much. I will listen to him singing about God to the end of the days. I don't necessarily. I love that song. God will cut you down. That's yeah, it's a beautiful yeah, song. I don't necessarily have to agree with it to yeah. appreciate Johnny's no, singing, no, but I he's got a that. song called "By the Book," and uh, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh God. He's basically singing about how, um, hey, don't worry, it's going exactly as it said it would in the book. The world's going to fuck itself up and die in a horrific fireball of hell and death, which I didn't realise is predicted in the Then, Then Jesus comes back after that? Or yeah, it's all right. Yeah. If you're, if, but, you're, if you're washed in the lamb, blood of the lamb, <laughs> you're all right. But it was just that line in the song, the way he's like, you know, it's going by the book. It's, <laughs> and it's going by that plan yeah, that but it's American going by the book because the lunatic religious fanatics who we put in charge of the country that are made want to see it happen so they're making yeah. it happen so I mean that Mike fucking spent Mike Pence the, the VP I mean he's a fucking and I, I always expect he was put there in case Trump gets fired you've got yeah. a fucking evangelical Christian run the so country takes over. He's, or gets assassinated because well, yeah. Trump don't believe it. When Trump says God's no, he don't stuff, believe it. He don't believe when he it. says God's stuff, you know, he's just like, ah, that's he what they want to hear. Yeah. That's what they want to hear. He's, yeah, he's, got no, he's got no morals, no principles. He's got no guiding sort of... Yeah, well, he started as a Democrat, didn't he? But now yeah, he's a Republican. Yeah. He knows, hey, it's all that God shit. They love that. Yeah, they fucking love a bit of God of course, shit and mate. a bit of blowing mm. up some brown people. Fucking vote yeah. me in another yeah. 12 years. We'll change the Constitution. I'm going to be in for oh! 20 years. <laughs> Eternal Trump. Uh, Dictator Trump. That's what oh, he wants. That's what he would like. Dear leader Trump. Dear leader Trump. Uh, his FBI, ex FBI guy, come. Uh, Comey. Come, Comey's come out and said uh, that he went nuts over the Russian prostitute pissing on the bed scandal, <laughs> and apparently there could be more to it than. Do you know what he come out and said he said oh, it couldn't possibly be. I'm a germaphobe. Yeah, but he um, apparently <laughs> puts him in fucking Howard Hughes territory. You know, pictures of Trump and really long no. fingernails yeah. and shit, long blonde oh. hair, <laughs> patches coming off his head. Not like a foam skullet, but like patches growing off his head. He could make into an intricate series of comovers if he wanted to. That would be grand, grand, grand warlord Trump grand, after the nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. Can I, can I share? He'd be like that fucking what is what was that fucking dude in from Mad Max Fury Road? Something Morton Joe. Oh, the bad guy. The, that, yeah, Morton Joe. With the long hair. It's Trump. Definitely. <laughs> well, Don't tell me that stuff. Uh, that wasn't a fucking prediction for the future. I'll share a personal story with you, and I have a funny feeling that anyone listening to this show who's a male may have had the same experience in the last couple of weeks. I was watching a bit of porno, <laughs> and then on the porno site I was on anyway, they started operating exactly like YouTube. There's a fucking advert before your porn starts, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> fucking total boner killer. She was like. Hi, I'm Stormy Daniels. You might have seen me on the news recently. And I was like, what the f- Yes, I have! <laughs> <laughs> Please subscribe to it. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, holy fuck. So she's like, on the one hand, in the midst of like dealing with the president and all this like high level, you know, political news stuff. And, but she's still being offered porn money. And she's like, I'll take that. I've got bills to pay. Yeah. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, so I'm, like, br- I'm thinking it. about Trump and I was ready to have a wank. <laughs> Trump destroyed my wank. <laughs> Impeach him. I find he helps. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
for fuck's sake. I like to imagine him just watching me on my shoulder. <laughs> you know it's you, huge. Do, Mike, do, it's do, huge. <laughs> it's huge. Is he giving encouragement now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh, can we go to the, the Swiss? Take like a break, please. We've got a break, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so we are back and. Um, now we hear that Russia had accused um, Britain of performing the attack and they claimed they had evidence. Right? Yeah. Well, there's an article from the New York Post and there's another um, article we had up. But, um, I've, I've seen it in a few news sources that um, Moscow, uh, Russian, Russia's foreign minister says Moscow has received a document from a Swiss lab, an independent Swiss lab, they analysed the samples in the nerve agent poisoning of an ex-Russian spy, which points at Western-designed nerve agents as a likely cause. Minister Sergei Lavrov said Saturday that Moscow received the confidential information from the uh, laboratory in Spitz, or Spitz, Switzerland, that analysed samples of the site from the 4th of March poisoning of Sergei Skirpel and his daughter in the University of Salisbury. He said the analysis was done at the request of the Organisation for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons, the same guys that were supposed to be examining various sites in, in Syria yeah. on Saturday before, before they blew up. after the strikes, before those sites mysteriously <laughs> vanished <laughs> in a blizzard of missiles and bombs. Yeah, oh. isn't that strange? Well, I don't think we know actually really what they've targeted because. Well, the West three, say that we've targeted chemical. We say there was three three targets hit, and they were meant to be chemical plants. But if he doesn't have the facilities, if he doesn't have the facilities left mm -hmm. to make those chemicals, he can't launch a chemical attack. Yes, they're easy to knock up these things, but they do require a certain level of sophistication. Yeah. And one of the the sites hit was in Damascus. Now, I personally wouldn't set up a chemical weapons processing plant. Mm. in the middle of my capital city where I am also based. Yes, chemicals aren't... It's not mixed at the facility. Okay. The chemicals are processed and designed, mm. but they're in separate tanks. It's when you put them together, but and you literally do that behind the front lines, and then you move it up. You don't want that shit going off in the middle of a city. But still, if you blew it up, it's not going to be good does. for people. No, it's no, it's no, going to be no, 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 it's really The explosion on their own are mm. probably perishable by um, uh, high explosive of heat. Right. Okay. When the chemicals are mixed, they might take more heat. I mean, as you saw in the rock, and it's actually it was VX gas in the rock. Mm, yeah. And they actually launched that thermite plasma, which burned to a sufficient heat to burn off. Right. But that is one of the more deadly ones. Okay. Um, this stuff isn't. The, the, certainly this stuff that uh, the Skirpals are subjected to isn't that bad and what this uh, yeah. you... my question from this um, article would be uh, who gave the sample to the Swedish independent laboratory the Brits gave it to the OPCW the OPCW right. gave it to oh, the so Swiss did we have to sort of legally I assume, I um, assume. yeah because they well, I think it's their UN because this could be spin too couldn't it yeah this could be Russian spin. It could be. Because this is we have to an accept... American paper. All oh, right, okay. We, but here's a Russian ex... guy saying this. Right. Yeah. So you have to take that into account. Right, we don't yeah. know at the time of print. No. Because at the time I, of I was going to say, mm. there is also the possibility that Russia did do that attack in Britain. There is. There um, is a possibility. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. But he's the Russian guy saying no. The Swiss lab have said Britain has been accused. Britain has accused Russia of poisoning with a Soviet-designed agent, an accusation that Moscow denies. Lavrov said the document indicated the samples from Salisbury contained BZ nerve agent and its precursor. He said BZ was a part of chemical arsenals of the US, Britain and other NATO countries, while the Soviet Union and Russia never developed the agent. So at the moment it's a, it's a case of he said, she but, said. Well, he said he's got evidence, so... But right. Russia would have developed the agent in the bid to build a counter to it. Mm. Because that's why we would have Novichok. Because we would develop it and build it, and then we would develop an antidote to it, which is what saved okay. the Skirples. Again, would, simpleton would, question, are Russia and the UN as well as us? They are. So we all might have access to They're on the to Security that. Council, the six nations in the Security Council right. of the UN. Uh, Britain, America, France, China, Russia, yeah. and there's a floating one. But that doesn't mean that we're mm. allied with them, that just means no. that they've, they've got... If, say, but NATO, example, he's on about NATO, mm. so... That is the North Atlantic Treaty. That's so you've got us. Britain, France, Germany, Spain, Norway, Sweden, Belgium, mm. La- Holland, Latvia, Estonia, Latvia, Estonia wow. um, Turkey. Turkey. Mm. So that is essentially the block set up to defend against mm. the Russian equivalent when it was the USSR, which was the Warsaw Pact, where you had Russia and mm-hmm. fewer mm. Baltic states who are no part of NATO. The Russians don't like. Mm. Uh, obviously, because uh, all of a sudden you've got a hostile, potentially yeah. hostile nation sat on your doorstep. Uh, and which president said that they won't encroach NATO any further? Uh, Bush. Was it Bush? I think it was Bush. Or Reagan, one of them? I think it was Bush who said that we won't encroach any further. But then they said they did anyway. We did anyway. We, 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 basically, we've, everything we've said to Russia has been a lie over the past mm. fuck knows how long. We've always gone back on our word, basically. Yeah. Is it? It's sort of a case of even down to nuclear missiles in Turkey in the fifties, mm. when the Americans said we won't put missiles in Turkey, mm. and then they, they did. They did. Okay. Because that beat Russian early defences then, because mm. they're only forty uh, minutes away from Russia. Yeah, yeah. The Russians couldn't detect it fast enough to deploy a countermeasure or to or to pre-launch. Yeah. And isn't Turkey itself in a bit of turmoil? It is indeed. Right now. So it's not the most stable country to have your nuclear weapons based no. in. Because I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit ashamed at, at this. At my, it's one thing not listening to the news, but my lack of geographical knowledge is actually disgusting. Uh, looking from that map earlier of where Turkey is, Turkey is kind of the last... It's the country between Europe and the Middle East. Yeah, it's, it's the gateway to yeah. the, from Europe to the Middle East. Yeah. Istanbul I don't know where I was going with that point, but I guess that, that it's involved, I would say, more. Like maybe it's got more of a. Culturally, it's maybe of got course. one foot well, in well, the well, middle. It, it, it has, yeah, because it used to be Constantinople, mm. which was part of the. When the Roman Empire split, Constantinople was the capital of the Eastern Roman Empire, whereas right. Rome was the capital of the Western Roman Empire. Okay. Constantine the Great set up Constantinople. Mm. And it was the bridgeway between you, the trade major trading points. Well, there's two mm. parts of Turkey. There's the Christian part, and then there's the Muslim yeah, part. Exactly. Oh, okay, right. And okay, the Christian sense. part, and well, well, it doesn't make sense. But, but Constantinople was like mm. uh, later on when the Roman Empire receded into what's called the Byzantine Empire. Mm. Constantinople was like the major city in the world, right? Because you had both ideas, mm. Western and and Islamic, coming together. And it was more of a sort of a free trade kind of thing. So it was one of the British cities and one of the most enlightened. Right. 
Again, though, they're, they're just know. pawns in all of this, aren't they? They're being used Turkey's by Turkey's trying to be a player. Oh, they yes. okay. Yeah, because they shot down a Russian jet last I, year. That's what I was going to bring yeah. up with you, see, because all this talk about, um, oh, it's it's bad now, World War Three is going to kick off, brother. I do remember that new story. Turkey shot down a Russian jet. Yeah, because it's Surely that is, is fucking... Um, why didn't Russia then pound them, well, or did they? Or? It didn't as such, but the thing is, NATO and and, the, and the, the, its coalition allies in this bombing of Syria and ISIS, allegedly, were um, said basically that Russian jets, we all have our own flight paths, right? so we don't end up with our jets engaging. Yeah. That Russian jet allegedly did cross into Turkish airspace. I presume it did, and that's why the Russians didn't kick up a fuss, even though they denied it at first. Right. So the so Turks had every right to shoot it down. Legally speaking, like, speaking, speaking, in all the treaties and everything, yeah. so, we had every, so that's why it wasn't yeah. such a World War Three. Yeah. fuck! They had every right to shoot it down, because even momentarily, it strayed into Turkish airspace. Right. We haven't shot... We haven't 20 shot seconds, which was enough time for them to shoot that plane down. Yeah. We haven't shut planes down, have we? But I do, again, remember a news story that Britain has sort of... See them off, you know. Yeah, we've we, had to see off some Yeah, they, they've tried to incur into British airspace. What do you think that's about? Is that reconnaissance? It's waters, yeah. Oh, it's, it's sabre-rattling... Sabre-rattling, yeah. keeping us on edge, probing our defences. Right. Um, because we've had to scrum. We'll do the same to them. Yeah, we yeah. do the same to them. We, fly, we won't hear that story. No, no. We, we fly planes. I mean, remember in the 50s and the 60s, oh man, I'm, you're going to laugh now, but just, um, the Americans had this thing called SAC. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it was called the Strategic Air Command. And 24 hours a day, 365, 365 days a year, yeah. they had B-52s mm. flying around, air-to-air refuelling, all carrying nuclear weapons, oh, all yeah. over Western Europe, uh, all over the Pacific, waiting for the mission to go. And they did that for about 20 years until uh, missile-launched submarines made it obsolete. Yeah. Wow. I imagine if one of them came down in they a did, city, they did, did it? Well, they, they, they well, the bombing in city. Yeah, I might have One came that. down in Spain. Uh, oh. And there's been a couple of crashes. The Spanish one's the most most famous. Insane, but it? it did crash into the the Spanish kind. Of, there's a Spanish tundra, isn't oh. there? And they kind of sealed the area off and recovered it. Mm. There's probably more gone down, and we've just never heard of it crashing the sea. Yeah. Remember the Pacific ones are. Mm. I suppose the submarine's them. even more scary because you don't know where the fuck no. that actually you, you is. Think you can have them bombers, but you yeah. know they're all going to come into your airspace yeah. and you can track them and shoot them down. But when you've got a submarine that can mm. sit 20 miles off your coast and fire a nuclear missile into you, into Moscow... So that's the thing that shot me earlier. What I, said, I watched one video I watched. Because uh, I did attempt to research, but I clicked the first video and I thought it was an actual report, but it wasn't. It was on the BBC website. And it was literally just camera footage of the missiles being launched from the ship the other night. Yeah. And I was genuinely struck by the the gloom and the of this video and Have you ever watched watch it when you get home, watch mm. a missile being launched from a submarine and there's a camera above the surface. Oh, and all okay. of a sudden this this mass it's a nuclear it's a Polaris missile, it's a mm. nuclear missile, it's a test fire. Mm. It breaks through the water and as I'm soon as it's through the water and the fins pop out to oh. provide, and it's like almost like a thing of technological beauty and absolute horror at the same time. That's the, so like, dichotomy you can create of the whole something, thing, though, isn't you it? You create so something so precise, 
mm. and and so technologically wonderful. We're so brilliant. It's so we're so brilliant, yeah. but it's got such a horrible outcome. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you're it's got you know so many megaton warheads just mm. in it, and they all when that missile goes into space, it goes to the atmosphere. Mm. It comes about down in free fall. It goes to space. It, yeah, it, in, yeah, that's, yeah, they go into space. They, they intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missiles mm. go into space. I didn't fucking yeah. know that. And and they how, use the orbit. And that's how they, they use the orbit to oh, fly around. I didn't fucking know that. And as they, they re-enter, oh they drop God. off. The, the missile splits away. The main cases yeah. splits away, and you end up with self-guided mini nuclear bombs that go to their targets and like mini tomahawk mini missiles that are guided by computer chips to their target wow, wow. the russian lucifer 2 is apparently completely stealthy hang on it's track. called lucifer yeah lucifer 2 there was a lucifer satan. One. satan sorry satan 2 lucifer's the it's like satan but bigger badder bolder better satan 2 <laughs> lucifer's the um, telescope for the post that's right sorry yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sitting but on his fucking throne. As, as we did say, this, can... it's called the life, the light bringer. Lucifer technically is the light bringer. That's what they say, isn't it? That's what they say. But that's technically the. I mean, come on. He's got demons behind him and a snakehead throne room, <laughs> and his telescope's called Lucifer. Yes. He's fucking taking it. Because if he were truly deeply religious, surely you would think that naming anything Lucifer would be a bit bad look or just a bit bad taste. I don't know. Just a bit like, yeah. no, we don't do that. But they're yeah. fucking laughing in our faces. <laughs> Oh yeah, the old the old telescope Lucifer never lets me down. So aye, aye, aye. anyway, back to the war. Yeah, back to this. <laughs> right, so the Swiss <laughs> Labs have said that we reckon this is Western designed. Right now, Boris Johnson has come out today. Uh, our own oh. to our American listeners, our own floppy-haired blonde muppet, Boris Johnson, known um, scientific expert. Is he fuck? Is a. F- uh. Fucking tool well, of all. What he said is that the UK must prepare for Russian retaliation. Now, that may not be military. It could be a cyber attack. It could be mm. more Russian bots destroying our political system. Yeah. Even though the Tory party probably benefited most from the Russian bots, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, but even so, we must prepare well, Russia for said. retaliation. Yeah. Reuters, Russia says US plans to strike Damascus pledges military response. What was the date for that? That was March, March the thirteenth. March the thirteenth. So that's this it. is this is interesting. Oh, go on. What about this? Russia said on Tuesday it had information that the United States planned to bomb the government quarter in Damascus. Damascus on an invented pretext. Oh, that sums up what we said earlier, but the Russians said they had intelligence mm-hmm. about false flag. And so, false yeah. flag. So they knew a month before. Apparently, they were going to stage this chemical attack. Well, and certainly an attack. Well, yeah. He's not saying chemical attack. He's saying the government calls in Damascus for this. But yeah, he said on a, pre- yeah, yeah, that's so. the chemical attack. Yeah. So they but didn't know what it was going to be. But remember, Trump gave him two days. Assad's not going to be sat in his presidential palace. Reads, reads, looks at Twitter. Hmm, Trump says he's going to bomb us. I'll just go down to the shelter, shall I? Yeah, it does actually say. Valery Gerasimov, head of Russia's general staff, said Moscow had information that rebels in the enclave of eastern Ghouta were planning to fake a chemical weapons attack against civilians and blame it on the Syrian army. Yeah. So, bit of a coincidence there. Yeah, strange, isn't it? They knew a month before, yeah. and then it happened exactly like they said it would. And even though today the Western government, various West, uh, May and Trump have come out and their very spokesmen have said, that though airstrikes are not seeking regime change, 
they still stand a good uh, sorry this isn't what they said um they're not seeking a regime change, is what they said, with these airstrikes. Syria, they're no. merely trying to teach them a lesson. It oh. <sighs> goes back to what my mate said, didn't it, on the phone mm. to me, my junk friend ranting at me earlier, dear listener, saying, I told him what we were going to talk about on the show, and he said, oh, fuck it, make sure you say, Trump was saying, oh, that's not how you kill people. This is how you fucking kill people. It's a, it's tip." Oh man, I don't know where that point was going, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Psychopathy is what it is. It's like, yeah. oh, you can't use them, you can't use them chemical ones, and we're going to teach you a lesson about yeah. dropping weapons by beating the shit out of you. By dropping some weapons on you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like trying to say, let's say um, you've got two kids, one hits the other, and you say to them, you absolutely can't do that, and. The way you make your point to the child who did the hitting is to hit them. Yeah. What, what have you achieved there? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What have you taught the kid? But <laughs> these fun. strikes still stand a good chance of escalating increasing tensions in the Western Russia, which we, when we refer to the Novichok thing, this is what we call we're increasing mm. tensions and, and raising the risk of Cold War II. Or even full-on conventional warfare, mm. and possibly even nuclear strikes. That's that's the big fear, isn't it? Yeah. Even if we have conventional warfare, the British army on its current strength is mm. is just going to be overrun by the Russians, regardless of how good it is. And it's it's just the numbers. It's, it's just numbers. It's just yeah. a simple numbers game. Our country, even with the rest of NATO, a thousand times stood behind times. us. We're not going to hold off a full-scale Russian invasion. We would have to resort to nuclear strikes. A tactical Russian, nuclear strikes. A Russian invasion, can you imagine? <laughs> now, PT, so what would happen R, to us? Now, RT, well, do you want to know where your nearest nuclear bunker is? Because I googled this. You did tell me. Uh, it's uh, the telephone exchange in Birmingham, but yeah. there's nowhere else we'd be fucking let in, let's no. face it. Do you know where Theresa May's bunker is? The one who's smirking through all of this, giving the order to strike without parliamentary consent. Mm. Do you know where her bunker is? Right in the 10 Downer Street, or in the Whitehall, yeah. in, in the Pindar bunker, wherever she may be. She has access to a fucking bunker, yeah. wherever she may be. And the, the rest cabinet. of us. No. And the whole cabinet, and the royal family, and anyone of absolutely any fucking importance, or the rest of us plebs. Cliff Richard. I, I, you know what, if I find him the in the pockets, I'll shank him myself. But you said something quite important there that didn't come up earlier, that I didn't know about, as I don't follow the news. You said there, not parliament sanctioned. So once again... So she yeah. hasn't gone to Parliament no. and said, "Oh, Trumpy wants us to help." Yeah. Doing this, uh, what's, shall we? What does everyone think? There was no vote on it. She has literally just taken the decision. Yeah. To join in. That's not good, is it? The Parliament's due to meet on Monday. Anyway, oh. it was due to meet on Monday. Yeah. Strangely enough, that will be two days after the OPCW guys, who were mm. there to investigate <laughs> that shit, would have turned up on the ground. On the Friday morning, early hours of Saturday morning, we made the decision to blow certain sites, certain, we're told it's three targets, that they, they destroyed. Mm -hmm. What if it was the Duma? What if it was a site? What if they just blasted that site with thermite plasma and burnt away any trace of chemical attack? Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, then I mean, nobody's no, nothing to investigate now, now, is there? No one has nothing to investigate. You've hit yeah. the nail smack on yeah. the head. No one's got nothing to investigate. We blowed it up. Yeah. Isn't that 
Doesn't that, that strikes me as a bit weird. You're in such a hurry to do it that... Yeah, without the, approval. That the UN guys, who's, it's jo their job is to investigate these things, mm. you've blown it all to hell. Well, do you want to read the uh, Secretary General's statement that he yeah. made two days ago? Two days ago. Uh, this is Secretary General uh, Antonio Gutierrez. That's a cool name. <laughs> is he from France then? Uh, probably. Spanish, I imagine. Spanish, yeah, I'm confused. Who's the Secretary General? Sorry. He's the dude that's kind of um, the spokesman for oh, the, of the United Nations. The United Nations. Sorry, United I didn't Nations. see that bit. Okay. Um, I have been following closely the reports of airstrike in Syria conducted by the United States, France, and the United Kingdom. There's an obligation, particularly when dealing with matters of peace and security, to act consistently with the Charter of the United Nations and with international law in general. The UN Charter is very clear on these issues. The Security Council's primary responsibility for the maintenance of international peace and security. I call on the members of the Security Council to unite and exercise that responsibility. I urge all member states to show restraint in these dangerous circumstances and to avoid any acts that could escalate the situation and worsen the suffering of the Syrian people. This was a day before the strikes. Yeah. Show restraint. But it's literally. <laughs> oh, we didn't do that, did it we? It could be a day, it could be six hours. We don't know when. There isn't a, a time stamp because of the date. Well, it's a day it, before. It, it was um, 10 past 2 in the morning when we saw that, when the strikes went in. Something that we saw on the news. Yeah. So, could be the same day, could be literally okay. hours before. Yeah. But either way, he said, I urge all member states to show restraint. Yeah. That is that's precisely the opposite of what we've done. Exactly, yeah. Um. RT ran a segment, Russian Russian Today, on uh, how to stockpile water and food and how better to survive a nuclear attack. <laughs> Who ran the article, sorry? Russian Today, RT. Uh, um, at least they're preparing, we haven't yeah, got that. No, no. One's, that's what I mean. Do you know that in Switzerland, yeah, mm. since the 1960s, every new house has to be built with a nuclear bomb shelter? Fuck wow. no. Mm -hmm. Is that true? That is true, yeah. I've seen it on a... Documentary. So every shelter, every home in. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, they're, so they're prepared for nuclear war. What yeah. we are. And they're the fuckers who are going to be the most neutral. Yeah. They're going to get the gold off both sides. And they're not even going to get fucking nuked no. anyway. Well, yeah. our nearest shelter's a good fucking 45 minute driveway, an hour driveway. How far is the Birmingham gas in a van from here? Quickest I can get you to the centre of Birmingham with no traffic would be 45 minutes. Now bear in mind that every single there car is going to try to get to the... possibly going to take us no, six no. hours. Yeah. <laughs> not going to happen. I'm not driving to a fucking the second biggest city in England. That's a major target. Yeah. I'm going into Wales and the Sticks and the mountains, yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. We, we, we have the benefit to, to the listener of our geographical location of the town, of the wonderful town of Telford is... Yes, what the pedo capital of yeah. England, <laughs> but not us. Um, but uh, the, we have on our right forty-five minutes, and we're in the city centre of the second biggest city in the, in the on UK. the island in the UK. Uh, to our left, if we go forty-five minutes, we are in the beautiful, stunning North Welsh countryside. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, we're yeah. kind of we're sort of forgotten. Um, I was listening to Richard Herring's podcast, and he oh. interviewed somebody. I can't remember who it was, but they were from Shropshire. It was Greg Davis, was it? And, um, yes, it was fucking Greg Davis. I love Good Greg show. Davis. From He's Ludlow, awesome. isn't yeah. Not Ludlow. Yeah. Yeah. Wem. 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 Oh, Wem. Just outside of Shrewsbury, yeah. yeah, Wem. So he was talking about, and Richard Herring's like, sort of 
needling him and taking the piss like, Shropshire's not a real place like that doesn't that sounds made up mm-hmm. and to the rest of the country it is with this sort of forgotten little the country of Wales you come out of Wales right and you get to Birmingham but in between there's this yeah. gorgeous county called Shropshire where we live which just happens to have a, a shithole city in the middle of it and was <laughs> the inspiration for the Shire ah, the yes I've heard that before. The so, yeah. rolling green hills of Shropshire, the farmland, yeah. the hedges. Yeah. So that's our choice, isn't it? The nukes are coming. We've got our choice. To the right of us, we go to the city. To the left of us, we go to the wilderness, to the sticks, to the mountain. Mm-hmm. Literally the mountains. The yeah. Why are you thinking left to the mountains, Mike? Less radiation, of less course. people. It's less, target. less targets. Yeah, yeah, well, well, I'm guys, saying after the strike ready. comes, after the strike hits... Where, where, where is it hitting? Where we, I don't in know. Birmingham, probably. Re- why Birmingham? Uh, take, it's part of Backbone, which is... Um, Wouldn't London be? No, London, yeah. Birmingham and... Um, London be number one, yeah. London, That's what I'm saying. Hit London, we'll no, be all right. Birmingham's no, number two. No, it's, ah. Lo- it's London, Birmingham and Manchester, known as Backbone. And mm. because it's a triangle shape, it goes yeah. from London to Birmingham. I'm reminding this. goes up the country and then it forms yeah. like a triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called Backbone, and that is where the major telecommunications hubs in this country are. So the government would have to communicate with the rest of the country. It's got Backbone. Plus, our lovely. Uh, so whatever happens, so there'll always be a radio transmitter. Mm. Within, but if we, if we, so Telford will be a target. I was going to say, our lovely town of Telford. You, you, well, you got in, one of the biggest fucking yeah, you live in Darlington nowadays, don't you? And I live there. So. You live in Darlington. Now. Yeah, right by it. Uh, yeah. Massive. Uh, second yeah. biggest was the second biggest logistics base in the country. Mm. Does have a massive underground network. Yeah. So I hear. An RAF cost allegedly. Cost RAF costs frontline base. It can't take fast jets. So it wouldn't be a target. It would probably not. It's a training base, or it can't take jets. Well, well Donington, Donington, so my brother Donington. worked there. He got an apprentice there for years. So all I know is they repair things and they send they teach thing, people. Yeah, and things come in, it gets repaired and sent back out, sort of thing. Yeah. So that's quite an important. Mm. Um, it is. It is, but it's probably a uh, secondary asset. target. But still, even so, it's if, on the fucking doorstep. Yeah, it is on the doorstep. And if the new kids Birmingham. We might not be fucked for a few weeks, but we are fucked. Yeah, yeah. 50 miles away-ish. Mm, oh, uh, I don't know, hang on. 60? Yeah. Let's say it takes a... No, a major, I think maybe less than that. If but it takes a major nuclear strike, like mm. I said, the windows would be gone and we'd probably yeah. be blind. From the strike in Birmingham? From the strike in Birmingham, yeah. The windows would be Fuck gone. If we weren't blinded, we'd certainly be straight by flying glass. And then we would have to suffer... Uh, weeks of fallout so it's into Mike's broom cupboard which he's been <laughs> fortifying with soiled mattresses from the skip <laughs> <laughs> I've not been dragging soiled mattresses into my flat <laughs> not anymore since the court order <laughs> cheek in a bucket we put out to eat the cat or if we die the cat's going to eat us so we're fucked yeah your average pleb mm. is your average we're plebs the same. Your average <laughs> pleb is pretty fucked. That's not gonna happen now, is it? It won't get to that stage. Thing is, it, it could happen very easily. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a scenario. Okay. You've got. Let's say that that one strike isn't enough. They've said that that's probably gonna be it. There's, unless there's another chemical attack, and which, mm. 
we think, I mean, I'm certainly on board with it. It could certainly be a false flag by Britain or the West. And I don't, well, actually, let's ask you. So, Mike, what do you, what do you reckon? Do you think there's a chance this could be a false flag from the West to escalate a money spinning war? I think it's a blatant false flag. The, the precedent, the fence. precedent's there, man. Yeah. Me. Go for Tonkin. False flag. Yeah. Uh, Operation Northwoods. Operation Northwoods. Was yeah. Documented Involved. false flag. Yeah. Documented Involved potential false radio flag. Radio controlled jetliners. Yeah. WMD. False flag. Yeah. Q8. Gulf War. False flag. The babies yeah. weren't taken out of the fucking. No, they weren't. They weren't bayoneted in incubators. And they were, she was an actress. Yeah, she was. She was a QAT ambassador's daughter. Yeah. And we, the, we're referencing for this. In the past. Uh, yeah, go on, sorry. So, the, um, the first for that war, war, there was a little girl who stood on the stands, yeah. didn't she, and talked about the she horrors. She was meant to be a nurse yeah. who got out to the hospital. She was yeah. a fucking actor. Well, she was the daughter of the, of the QAT ambassador. No. Yeah. So, guys, what do you and think? The past right? two <laughs> Syrian, the past two Syrian attacks, gas mm. attacks, they've been proved wrong. Yeah. I fucking believe a word they say anymore. Yeah. My opinion is, I feel like I've fallen into a time war. Right? Because around... Let's do the time war begin. Oh my God, we're so fucking middle-aged. <laughs> we'll not start doing we're, the moves in a minute. We're like, we're it's like, just a jump to the left. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, almost like being fucking un- embarrassing uncles at a fucking wedding at this point. Ah, <laughs> good, do, do, do. do, do. No, never see that in my presence. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly fucking, feel like, like fucking old calls at a wedding. <laughs> oh, with that age group, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. But oh, oh, yeah. around 2002 to 2004 was when I was becoming awoken. I was a student at uni, and the Iraq War, the WW, the WWE, <laughs> <laughs> it was massive. It was that yeah, era. I loved it. Track it on. Loved it. The WMDs, the all that stuff, the million people marching in the streets, right? That's when my conspiracy quote, I'm doing the quote marks, listener, uh, my, or according to the sun, internet troll yeah. uh, brain started to wake up a little bit and and I was like, hang on, this is a bit obvious, isn't it? That they got oil and stuff that we want and they're telling us these things, WMDs, and then other people are proving that that was bullshit, and they, but they're sticking to it. It's all a bit obvious, isn't it? I don't need a tinfoil hat. It's They're over there for the money, and, uh, well, isn't yeah. the world shit? I'm going to do some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? For, oh, that was fucking 15 years ago. Well, no, not quite. Uh, it was, but, yeah. yeah. It was, but, uh, 2003, the major yeah, Iraq. Fucking yeah. hell, do you know um, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, 15 years. fucking years ago? It's the same, what you've explained to me tonight is the same yep. fucking story. Forever War. There you go, we've heard that quote before, haven't we? Yeah. Um, it is literally perpetual money-making war. Oil, gas... That's why we need to smash capitalism. Because eventually, oh. the only way you win a war, you can't win a war to the air, you've got to put boots on the ground. Mm. And that involves tanks, it involves uniforms, it involves boots, it involves ammunition... Weapons, a lot of money. All that money. I mean, uh, Tomahawk cruise missile costs. And someone's selling all that pounds. shit. The the British, um, uh, I think it's the, the the Storm Shadow missile, the bunker buster thing, the latest one we've got, mm. is 800 grand a pop. Fuck you. Know. Every mm. single, uh, as I said before, every single British air mission of a tornado mm. is 504,000 pounds. No, we we've got children in living in Victorian levels of poverty. Mm-hmm. We've cut free school meals. The NHS is on its arse. 
the be the welfare state is is you know apparently everyone in the welfare state is a scrounger and doesn't mm. deserve help. But, they can't. but you can blow that kind of money of course. on a wall. Mm -hmm. And because anyone around the globe who, who's got anything similar in their country, and I'm mm. sure you have in America and even New Zealand, yeah. aus anywhere austerity is in, you can afford to do this as a country. Mm. You can afford to spend that money on something that doesn't even fucking involve you and that you may have set up in the first place. Can we put a pin just for yeah. a sec? Sorry, guys. But and give me your uh, your take. Oh, I've only done it. Yeah, I'm I think done. we're done, really. Yeah, I've just I'm got one more. I've got a coup de grace to give. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. All right, boys, we are back. And I will give you the final piece on this. This is my little coup de grace. Uh, that says that we were certainly at a hand in this attack. Finn Balor's finishing move from the WWE. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> the coup de grace. Um, this is from Sky News. Mm -hmm. Our good friend Rupert Murdoch owns that. And The Sun and all the other pieces we've read from. From the 16th of July, 2013. Wow. We arranged to sell £12 billion worth of military sales. That's not equipment, that's sales. What does that mean? Then? That can be everything under the military scope. Is that like a cop-out term? Could be a rifle, thing? could be a chemical agent. Oh, for fuck's sake. Could be a dog tag. To could Syria. be a missile. And it did include industrial materials, which also was included. It was sodium fluoride, uh, which, yes, is an ingredient in toothpaste, but... Should you add the right other chemicals to it, you can make chemical weapons. And if you remember right, it was at the start, it was um, mm. was acid in that. Yeah. It's the same shit, basically, in that. So, um, yeah. So this is an article so boasting 2013, that, hey, we've done some sales. In the invasion of Iraq, when we were invading Iraq, we were oh. selling chemical weapons to Syria. Or, or chemicals... That could be the precursors to chemical weapons. Now, that is some serious forward planning. Let's be fair. I mean, yeah. it's horrific, but uh, yeah. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> I guess. Because we knew we'd sell them, sell them the chemicals. Then the is, say, oh, they've got chemical weapons. Uh, we've got to bomb them. Yeah, so, but let's look at, go to 2003. Yeah. We knew we were going to squash the Iraqis. Yeah. Right? We had superiority in everything. Weapons, <laughs> technology, uh, air What was power. it that Billick said? He said... Oh, I was literally about to yeah. quote. He says... I know you'd know. So Bill, uh, he's quoting a movie, but he does a sort of impression of it. He's like, I'm sick of us going around arming the world. It's like, we're like that guy from that movie, and he quotes an old cowboy movie, but then does the impression. Basically, the thing is, you go up to the little guy, and you like, and you put a gun in front of him, and you say, pick up the gun. <laughs> and the guy says, I don't want to, Mr. IG. I don't know. I don't know if I should pick up the gun. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Goes to pick up the gun. Boom, boom, boom. You all saw him. He had a gun. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Bill X, man. Oh, God bless you, Bill. You uh, Alex Jones, uh, never. Uh, <laughs> he's a prophet. Joe Rogan asked him about that. He didn't answer. To his face. Yeah, and he went, because oh, Alex is a professional. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking knows he's yeah. making money off of that fucking <laughs> So he didn't give a definitive thing. answer. Did he fucking? He... <laughs> as much as I hate that fucker, and I will fight him one day in Teodori's own home. Still waiting for your reply, Alex. Got Still you. waiting for your reply. Please start training, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I am. He's in shape. He's, trust me. 
Well, no, he's not that in shape. I mean, no, but I mean, after half an hour, he's going to be fucked. And he, exactly. But, but can you last the first few minutes? That's what I'm fucking... saying. Half an hour. Can you look? Hot, do me a favour when you get home. Try and hold your hands up here. Yeah. For more than five minutes. I can do that. To the listener, I'm holding my hands up in a you know defensive boxing position. You can't. It's harder than oh, you think. Look, trust me. Okay. I can take Alex. Oh, God, please stop right. training. Anybody in the local area who would like to train Ben for his fight with Alex, please. Because I'll be in your corner. I don't want I you want to you lose. I want you both in my corner. I don't want you to lose. I'm just worried it's going to be like... I don't You're know a hype like, man. Fuck that, I'm with Alex Jones. I want that gravy train. <laughs> You're going to be like, cut me, Gaz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go, there. I just, I'm, gonna, I'm finally going to unleash a southpaw and go for it. Just go full reptile on him. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not a reptile. Neck, bite his neck out, it'll be <laughs> ironic. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> I'm not even a lizard, Alex. That's <laughs> <laughs> the blood <laughs> No. Anyway, Alex. Sorry. It's on. We love you, Alex. I don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> Weird so news. Yeah. Weird news. Let's finish on a... Let's finish on a high. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there's some fucking shenanigans going on. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you have to be... You're not, according to the sun, an internet troll. Like, uh, what was that fucking Norwegian metal guy's name who thought he was a troll? Oh, God. Oh, I'm blank. Like, oh, someone help oh, me out there. Yeah, I know. He thought he was a troll. He did troll metal. Mortis. He Mortis. He lives in a fucking cave. <laughs> You're Mortis if you believe what anyone else with yeah. the sun is telling you. How... Dare you question the official narrative, but we have, and I think I didn't listen to any news, I knew nothing of this, uh, and in a couple of hours, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. We know this, like I said, time war. Well, we've been here you, before, yeah, Mike yeah. said it too, we've been here before. Theresa May didn't get Parliament's approval. She couldn't wait yeah. till Monday. Uh. Probably because Trump came out two days earlier and said, yeah, those missiles are going to be new smart. Uh, try yeah. when you go to work Monday, Ben. Try implementing a new um, system or something without know, seeking no. anyone above you's approval. Well, Just no, I manage what I can, guys. Uh, well, <laughs> no, no, you can't. To a point, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah junior management. Yeah, go in and start start changing things. Make a fucking big company changing decision. Do something radical. Yeah. Without seeking anyone's approval, Monday. And see what your job prospects are like on Tuesday. Exactly. If I went, right. if I went in on 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 uh, Monday, went, right? Uh, you, you, and you, you can go home without even looked at what was on for the night. Yeah. How much staff we had. If I could send four people home, I think I'd be sacked. Glad it would be all right. It's my yeah. decision. And then that, what were you doing, Ben? Yeah. Hey, ben. It's all right. <laughs> they had WMDs. <laughs> <laughs> sent them home. Uh, <laughs> they were suicide bombers. <laughs> I took all the Muslims home. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That was actually, I just want to say to the guys, because we were due to discuss something else, and this was brought up, and because I hadn't watched the news, I was like, oh, fuck, no, I'm not going to, I don't want to know what to say, or I won't. It's been really fucking uh, interesting. Illuminated. Incredibly depressing, very depressing, but also, you know, we, like I said, it's a double fucking edged sword living in the bubble like I do. Because, Yes, I'm happy, uh, and I'm not depressed by things I can't change and that I have no power of, but I should, as a... If I consider myself to be a decent citizen, I should know what my fucking government's up to, shouldn't I? And I should yeah. have an opinion on it, and you should... 
You should question. You've got to. Otherwise, these shits get away with it again and again. Yeah, you've Look, got look to at Boris Johnson came out and said, yeah, it's Russia. Mm. It's no. Russia. If you're taking his word for it, we're fucking digging yeah. a war now. This is it. We would, I mean... How anyone takes that fucker seriously? It's How has he got film. a job? It's called The Sum of All Fears. You ever seen yeah, that movie? Yeah, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah, Morgan yeah, Freeman. Yeah yeah, 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 And it's the escalation of nuclear war between mm. Russia and America played out by a third party mm. who, you know, he smuggles a dirty bomb into America. They make him think it's Russian. Mm. He'll, they have a flashpoint. The nuclear bomb is in the air. Mm. The Russians have sunk a, U- a US aircraft carrier. I mean, and, and in the end, Ben Affleck saves the day because he's Ben Affleck. Of course. But, you know, what if the Russian response to this is to sink? What if, what if a missile gets hit by an anti-aircraft fire, skews off course and hits a Russian base and kills military people, mm. military personnel? They've got to respond to that. And what if their response is to sink a US carrier in yeah. the Mediterranean? Yeah, then you've got a flashpoint. Then so, you've got... Then you've got nuclear bombers in the air. Of then you've got aircraft from all over. Everything's going to NATO versus the US. NATO versus Russia. Because I can um, remember. Um, you've got a, you've got an issue. This can ve- yeah. quickly. The reason we, it can very quickly spiral out. Because this is a vivid memory I have. I'll never ever forget this. So nine eleven. Um, I was still at New College in Telford, and I'll never forget this moment, because did you? go to New College. I did, but I was at work when that but, happened. Well, the, there was a lady who worked there who was like the secretary. Uh, she was in the office. She wasn't a teacher. She was in the office. I don't know her name, but I would recognise her face if I ever saw her again. She was literally walking through the corridor. She had the canteen to your right. Yeah. Uh, I was walking down a corridor. She'd come out of her office flustered and upset. And she said, now this shows you how reports are conflicted in the early... Uh, she says to me, America's under attack. They've attacked the White House. They've crashed planes into the White House. And she was upset. And I remember, I'll never forget this, my thought at age 17 straight away was World War Three. We're yeah. fucked. You don't attack mm. America. Oh, God. It's done. And I remember that feeling of being just like, oh, fuck, the world's changed, man. You don't attack America. That's bad. Mm-hmm. So it would be the same feeling again if I wake up tomorrow and and I'd see on Facebook whether oh, the Russians have sunk, like you said, sinking an air aircraft carrier with however many personnel on board. They you know, five thousand for a US carrier. Well, you know it's a game changer, don't yeah. you? You yeah. know, it's one of the an aircraft carriers. In the United States is like the bastion of their defence. Yeah, I mean these things can just park off mm. the shore, fifty miles away, and just fly. Hundreds of sorties carrying nuclear weapons if they want to. <sighs> They're nuclear powered. They can sit there for, for years if they have to. All they use constant just bring in the air, just bring well, in the resupply. We're fucked. Them things can sit there for dumb. <laughs> we've launched the Queen Elizabeth two mm. nuclear powered aircraft carrier. Got no planes to fly off it yet. That's, That's so British. So British. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know. Mm. It, that's the, the if you were to sink one of them, that is, I think they've got like fourteen of them, something like that, yeah. and they are bastions of U.S. defense. They build one for every president. Mm. Eventually, there'll probably be a USS Donald Trump. No, because there's already a, uh, a USS George W. Bush. Isn't this weird now? I watched a hilarious, charming little interview with our friend Georgie Bush on either Jimmy Kimmel or the ten- one of those late night. Yeah. Comedy happy. Out he came. Hey. 
Because he's done it. He's a painter in his spare time, and he's painted he is, a, he? a book of portraits of our service men and women. Mm-hmm. The ones he sent to death in the The ones <laughs> he sent to death, and there he is, doing some jokes, doing some laughs, like he's your regular celebrity, and wow. Wow, come on, because that guy was the devil when I was yeah. 17. Do you remember when, when we didn't think, we thought Bush was the worst of <laughs> yeah. the yeah. I was in a golden time though, isn't it? Yeah, I, I miss him. I do like one of my, my favourite yeah. Bush stories. He was still a fucking evil bastard. I'll you know what the worst of it is? Even though the Obama president killed shitloads of people, it was like, oh, Obama's in now. We're going to be stable for a bit. They've not, the US really have not had a decent president not. since FDR. But they, if the system's yeah. fucked, though, is it? They can't have a good no. one. Again, sorry to bring it up again, Ben, but I do think you'd appreciate this. Another Bill Hicks little bit is. No, I um, like what I had to say. I just don't yeah. find it particularly funny. That and do you know what? It's a bang on kind of um, some nation of him because was he the funniest comedian? Probably not. But he was more like a political. Yeah. And George Carlin. And people didn't do it yeah. back then, though. Even in his time, people didn't use stand-up to say the things he was saying. Can I ask you so, a question? Have you ever seen uh, uh, The Hitch? Alex Hitchens. Uh, no. The famous atheist. Oh, watch, watch him, boys. Mm. You know, him. Go on. Sorry, go on, guys. But he says about uh, the presidents, so you're someone like, um, I don't know, you're, you're a president, you've got all these ideals and these, and you think, yeah, I've been voted in, I'm going to make changes and I'm going to, and they take you to a dark room Okay, they sit you down, a bit like um, um, one flu- no, um, a clockwork orange. Yeah. Sit you down, take your eyes open and show you the footage of them. Not the footage you've seen, but they show you the footage of them killing JFK. Yeah. Then the footage stops and the lights come on and you as the president say, Okay, so what's my policy? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, it, it, no president can get in and do it. Obama, I cried! I fucking cried. I'm not American or yeah. black, but I watched his uh, inauguration speech and fucking cried. It was a moment of hope, wasn't it? Because I felt like the things had changed. We've had all this Bush and like this guy, and it's a black president and things that are opening up. And the irony, too. the but, irony of it is, he was worse than fucking yeah, Bush. Because he's got no choice. Because like we said, they take him to the dark room, well. and they. The president is nothing. The president is a, a figurehead. A puppet, yeah. Like. It will never change. We, and then I'll take. But you need to someone with country. values like, hopefully Sanders, who mm. would go in there and say, look, well, you know, I'm going to implement what the people want. FDR did it. In the get shot in the head, though, FDR man. survived. Mm. He did. They had polio. They had polio in his wheelchair. Maybe they gave him. Well, they had polio all his life. Yeah, oh, he, okay. yeah, he was born um, with polio. I don't really know. They were born with it. He contracted it in later times. Okay. Well, the polio vaccine, which is a mm. anti-vax thing. That's why we need to get control of the levers of power. Because I was going to say, to bring it back to our country, let's say, old Jeremy Corbyn. Let's say he gets in. How much change can he truly... Unless he gets a majority government, Mm -hmm. he ain't going to change that much. If he gets a majority government, then we're laughing. Exactly. But if he doesn't... Because isn't that what happened... Isn't that what happened to Obama in a way where, like... So if you're not the majority, like, you... Every yeah. policy Obama you do has, has to the majority. be on. That's the fucked up thing. But America works have... weirdly, doesn't it? In there, well, they, they it have has to go through Congress and the Senate. Yeah, so. but but if you own the House and the Senate, which they did right. at the time, mm. you can push through what you want. Yeah, right. And they could have pushed through universal health care, but they didn't. Instead, they gave them no. Romney care. 
No, because the, the Democrats are corporate motherfuckers, just like Republicans. All of them. They're There's all no all difference. The and that's one thing. I brought him up a few times today, and I want the listener to know I'm not necessarily one of a David Icke convert. But the problem, <laughs> and we've said this time and time did again. You, did you read the entire book? Uh, I'm, I'm about halfway through, because I've read... I've, the thing is, I've picked in and out of it using the index for stuff. Oh, I got you, yeah. But I've never actually sat and read the fucker as a piece, because, oh, it's difficult. It's... He's not so, the best writer. There's always some bloke down the pub. Yeah, who told he's, me this. he's not the best writer in the world. Bless him. But the my point is, he says the problem with him is he says truths that you can see he discred, discredits himself because he is the what he explained to me to me personally. Uh, it was a, <laughs> but it was a David Icke video I watched where it is simple, but when you think about it, it's absolutely true. Where he just explained basically the two political parties, there's no such thing. Yeah. They mm-hmm. all answer to the same. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And he's like, all the this same, partisan politics yeah. that you get wrapped up in is utterly pointless. Well, yeah, well, Boris is, is saying it's, a, it's Russia in this mm. scenario, but he's taken 30 grand off a Russian. Um, what's the word? Mm. Ogliarch? Oligarch. Oligarch. Can I ever get? I can never mm. remember that word. Oh, oligarch. Mm. Thirty grand off him to pay tennis with him and his wife. Mm. You're in their pocket. What are you doing? That's why and, Corbyn's uh, a bit different because he's a backbencher rebel. Yeah, we know that though, we? from his voting record. But look at look how he's been vilified. Oh, exactly. The, I mean, but so the, he's the only guy who came out and said, you know what? Maybe let's not blame Russia. Mm. Let's wait and see. Yeah. And that should be the, the attitude. Of course it should. You know, anyone, they have any sane person yeah. goes, you know what? Oh, there's been this horrific, horrific attack on this, this guy. It's a chemical attack. It's a terrorist attack on Britain. Mm. All right. Well, you know what? What we should do before we leap to these conclusions and start sending... Let cooler and start, prevail. Yeah, and start sending our pilots who, mm. you know, they're not necessarily evil people. Those people doing a job. They're sort yeah. Of, to, to potentially go and die in this situation, but to bomb potentially civilians, let's wait and see who's responsible. Now, that is the saying of voice, isn't it? Let's wait and see. Of course it is. But no, he's been vilified for that to the point where even the BBC even photoshopped a fucking Russian hat on him. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean your, average, your average... I mean, there's a Mirror article up as we speak, and the average Sumbo thinks he's the fucking Communist Party incarnate. Not so much the Mirror, because it's left-wing. Ah, uh, even the, the Sun, sun yeah. Was, oh, he's a commie traitor, he's a traitor, he's a commie traitor. Fuck oh, off, what point you get... What point is you stop thinking for your fucking self? <laughs> The thing is, I had someone at work said to me, oh, he's a fucking Czech spy. I just, went, I just went, hang on. Due to his position in the government, he's the leader of the opposition, he sits on the Privy Council. Right? Mm. That is like, basically the leader of the opposition, the leader of the country, and several members of, of both parties sit there, and, the, and it's like a royal council. And you have to get onto that, right? Yeah. You have to be security checked up the fucking backside. <laughs> I would imagine right. so. Yeah, because yeah. you know he's I'm a Czech spy. Might pull out a fucking Czech-made Russian piss and shoot the promise. Well, they, put, the they weren't saying yeah. he was a Czech spy now. They were saying he was a Czech spy in the eighties. Oh right. But, but when he was still... a backbencher and he had no power whatsoever. Yeah. You know. What What does he know? Yeah. He knows shit all. Yeah. So, but he no sits on the Privy Council. So to get on that, unless you're sort of Boris and you're having tennis matches with Russian billionaires 
You have to be security checked at the backside. Yeah. So, so why would you, if you were a check spy in the eighties and an MI five go about it, then you ain't getting on that council, are you? <laughs> but we know that we. This is a thing that a sort of conflict I always come to doing this pod is like we're not. Hyper intelligent, super intelligent. Oh God, no! We're, 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 we're not three normal. Bother Mike, who's a science officer. So <laughs> you know, being physics. But we can see through the obviousness of all of this. Of well, how it's obvious smearing. But why? But like the the running joke is like my mum, for example, your mum, for example, my dad, they, especially. They take what they are told as absolute gospel. Yeah. And it's just not in their mental makeup uh, to question it, and then because they've not been exposed to the other side, mm, we've got no. the internet. Yeah, that's what gives me hope. Yeah, is that as evil as Facebook might be, and he's understands as we. Uh, you mean you Lieutenant know. Commander Data? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> he does uh, look. Oh, uh, you it should have like an Android. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I posted the one thing on the on the on the Facebook page where his his uh, school faced alien from uh, <laughs> yeah. from oh Brody Piper's film what's it called now they, they live they live because two past episodes go check it out but like the thing is that we can see that we have an understanding uh, somehow whether it's our generation our intelligence our social I don't know what it is but or just what we're interested in but somehow we the three of us sat here and many others yeah have a sort of innate understanding yep. that this is spin. I'd say about a third of the population. Spin works. And I just wish... Because I think that what I was going to say is with Facebook, the one good thing that might come of Facebook is that people uh, are starting to see, oh, this is one side of... This is absolute shit. Yep. It's, uh, like that, it's like that Sky News mm. uh, Well, clip. what we played yeah. earlier, And yeah. you said it went viral. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's good. When that's, it that's, is, definitely. Yeah. What I've noticed the people. as well is that people, I, I sort of read like uh, various kind posts, so this is a kind, but I read them, mm. and someone will come out with a, a, a comment completely opposed to the article, and someone will always say, oh, yeah, fucking Russian troll. <laughs> yeah. Or, or so, it it, it's a Russian yeah. bot. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's blatantly obvious that and someone, somewhere, is picking, yeah, that doesn't even, why are you subscribed to this? Particular feed for a star, mm-hmm. unless you're looking. Yeah. Well, the way to, mm. or the best way to, to to find out what is a bot and what isn't is if they actually reply to their comments. Mm. They make a statement, you end up with 106 comments all calling them mm. a cunt, and they haven't come back. And they haven't come back. Yeah. It's uh, so they do exist. It's scary with the bots, man. I've clicked on a few. I've noticed it with the uh, um, cutting through the bullet, the post truth apocalypse. Uh, Fuck, I fucked up the name. Oh! Ah, sorry, man. Cutting through the bull in the post truth apocalypse on Facebook. Now you see what I have to go well, through every week. Well, we're building up, <laughs> we're, we're building up a, a little community, aren't we? We've got, but I've noticed, I've clicked on a few likes that we've had. Oh, I, I do every single one. Clicked on one and then looked at the profile and gone, I don't look like a real profile to me. Yeah. yeah. And then other ones straight away, like, oh, yeah, obviously that is a fucking real profile. It's really. And we're at we're at the fucking low end of the fucking yeah, yeah. totem pole, so like, ah, it's terrifying. But it is. I do think, like I said earlier, I hadn't watched any news. Completely avoided all of this. Everything I'd seen had been memes on Facebook, but the memes all seemed to be of the same uh, variation of the same thing of 
uh, our government doesn't have money for free school meals for children, but our government does have money for bombs being dropped well, on foreign countries. Well, that could be our, our, so, our own echo chamber, couldn't it? Yes, that is true of the algorithm on Facebook. That, but at least it is people. At least people are mm-hmm. thinking that yeah. way. Now, bearing in mind, like you, you've just kind of hit the nail on the head there, Mike. If I was a more right-wing person, yeah. All my posts and friends and things that I'm exposed to on Facebook would be of that nature, mm-hmm. so they might be pro the strikes. Yeah. So it would be interesting to maybe, if you can tomorrow, Ben, at work, find a right wing friend and say, oh, can I have a look on your Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just try and spy while it he's It shouldn't scrolling. be too difficult. Yeah. If, uh... Everyone's on it 24 7 whenever they get a chance, so just look over someone's shoulder and see what are they seeing some. Uh, Pro strike. Oh, stuff. you all read the sun. The sun's out at lunchtime. Mm. On that. Oh, it's in there. If you sit, I'm just sat there thinking, mm. God, it's hard, isn't but it? You try and point out mm. that well, that's wrong. Well, that's not right. Are we going to move on then? Are yeah. we finished? Yeah, yeah sorry guys. I think we are. We are done. Yeah. Um, look, we're not claiming to be people who are so politically informed that our judgment is infallible. We are not by any stretch of imagination. But this is what. Literally, Mike and I have found on the internet in the last 48 hours that all of a sudden is like, well, you know what? This isn't right. This isn't what's happening. And it's almost like they're panicking a little bit because they know. It'll be interesting to see what's... Their power's slipping. Yeah. What's in the headlines tomorrow. We've got council elections coming up in the Mm -hmm. UK uh, across May May the 5th. 5th. And it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Mm. Because if this has worked... Well, we'll have a lot of Tory councillors. If it hasn't, hopefully we'll a lot of Labour. We'll have a lot of Labour councillors. And, ah, you know what? Fuck Lucy Allen. Um, oh, God. I'm, I'm not the a, most political person, but if you're a listener of ours, do us a favour. Give me a give me a debate, Lucy Allen. I'm willing to debate with you. Go on Twitter. I'll try and Lucy Allen you. MP and tell her she's a cunt from the boys from the apocalypse. Let's not, um, allegedly... Tell us she's allegedly a cunt. Either way, just just uh-huh. fuck her. She can't win. Everyone hates her, don't they? Well, she had a Watch majority of something like 720 in the last... Uh, Is yeah. that a lot in a town? No. Like no. Oh, okay, okay. No, it's very na- in fact, yeah. in all fairness, of that kind of majority, our um, candidate, the Labour candidate, sorry, mm. our candidate, trying to remain slightly impartial, <laughs> uh, the, um, the Labour candidate should have probably called for a recall. A recall, uh-huh. right? Mm. But he was probably so? threatened with uh, the murder of his children or, or something like allegedly. that. Allegedly. <laughs> Remember that allegedly is the free the catchphrase <laughs> yeah. of the show. Okay. <laughs> bit of weird news. Okay, bit of weird news to finish off. Let's do it. Two women ate gentles, eyes and cheeks of dead relative whose corpse was awaiting burial. <laughs> Why are you eating the gentles, eyes and cheeks of anyone who's relative? Oh. The horrifying claim was made in the village of in Dengara in Zimbabwe and two suspects face a court hearing oh man if that picture's true then it looks like your typical UKIP version of Africa doesn't it yeah it's nice couple it's of stock, and, stock photo isn't yeah, it stop copy a stock photo <laughs> two women allegedly removed body parts from a dead relative in order to eat them Oh, was this um, a religious or a voodoo thing or, no I didn't mean that in a bad way but I, I meant Ritual. No, voodoo's cool. But I wasn't, saying, I wasn't saying all Africans are into voodoo. Oh, no. Uh, well, to be fair, this is pretty occultesque. <laughs> I think he's justified in taking voodoo. 
That's what I was trying to it say. It is alleged that the two women were sleeping in the kitchen hut where the body of their deceased relative was kept awaiting burial. They ordered fellow relatives to switch off the lights. It is alleged that the two women then removed eyes, cheek and private parts from her relative's body. Wow. That has to be some kind of ritual, isn't it? Those specific parts. Because you've got to eat it. You said the buttocks, the rum. Yeah. yeah, it's a good bit of meat. Or, or they're just absolutely and Apparently the two women have blamed each other. And that's all, that's all we've got oh, on the news. She made me do it. <laughs> she, she told me to eat his arse. <laughs> she told her to jump off a cliff. Well, yeah. if she convinced me to eat an arse, <laughs> a dead arse. <laughs> but you'd do the rum, wouldn't you? Let's face it. Well, yeah, to, yeah. Every steak... You know, have a beef, you know, nine times out of ten, you go to a restaurant, have the steak is rum. I mean, we don't know how poor these people were. Were they in a famine? Uh, you, you, still I mean? take the, you still take the rum, wouldn't you? Yeah, you take the rump, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're I have to, as, to hazard a guess, yeah, the rump of any human I wouldn't go straight for the bollocks. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, human flesh tastes like pork. Oh, well, I could see that. I imagine it being sort of porky and texture with mammals I mean uh, I mean you've cut yourself open you've seen a bit inside it looks like raw beef doesn't it a bit or... no it's any kind of raw meat really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well whatever gases with some vomit to an extent I'm going to go home and cook, <laughs> cook my finger and so, let you know <laughs> what else you got there more you got one more or full Alex yeah bionic contacts goodbye glasses hello vision that's three times better than 2020 oh if we can zoom in on shit yeah that's fantastic. It's coming, so it'd be what a contact lens that is like literally computerized and like zooming in. Soon, cataracts may be a thing of the past, and even better, it may be possible to see a staggering three times better than twenty twenty vision. Oh, and you could do it all without wearing glasses or contacts. Without wearing them. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So if you can read text that is ten feet away, you'll be able to read the same text from thirty feet. Wow. wow. The development comes thanks to the Occumetics Bionic Lens. This dynamic lens essentially replaces a person's natural eye lens. It's placed into the eye via a saline-filled syringe, after which it unravels itself under 10 seconds. Wow. Fucking hell, that's like Terminator shit. Yeah. That is awesome. So how long before you're, at, you're implanting that in soldiers to oh, link uh, up with their weapon? 100% accuracy. So they make it 100% accuracy? Uh, yeah, literally, your, your weapon you, you, you aligns your itself weapon, with the, your eye. Yeah. So and until the two go shot. green and then it's bang shot. Yeah. Oh, How long do that happen? Well, apparently, they'll be available wow. public in March 2018. That was last month. Oh, well, I'll see well, what, what's the rule, though? Is it like what comes to the public, the military's already had for. Ten years, you know. So they're oh. probably already on the battlefields. Well, yeah. battlefields, streets of Middle Eastern villages. Well, what the thing is, you see, what of the like the top of the the, the alpha chain of special forces, your SAS, mm. your your oh god, what the, the the Delta Force, the Mossads, what have they got? Mm. I mean, they've got literally the cutting edge. Of oh yeah, everything mm-hmm. we've got, they've got that. I mean. Even into body armor, mm. contact lenses that display targets. Anyone that hasn't got that implant doesn't show up as shows up as red rather than green on your gun uh, side. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's also heads up display. Yeah. Heads up display. Yeah, 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 yeah. A, heads, a halo style heads up display in your eye. In your eye. Well, on the wow. positive, no more cataracts. 
<laughs> so people will be able to see see their books of word searches as you know they what? sit lonely, decaying. My nan had Bless cataracts. Always, my nan oh. had cataracts. She she when she went to the doctor and admittedly said, I, I don't see so well. They couldn't find her records because she hadn't been the doctor since 1954. <laughs> what a woman! This was this was 1990 something. <laughs> what no, a woman! couldn't find records because she hadn't been. You don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> She'd never gone to the doctor. That's amazing. And she eventually, it was like I was like, she's a bump into furniture. <laughs> I was like, man, are you sure you can see her? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> but you really can't. You're you're bumping into the sideboard repeatedly. You. It was, it, stuff, it was literally that comical where she was. Oh, bless her. She bless was, like, her racist soul. <laughs> now she's all, oh, no, she, she was like, wash her hands in bleach as she went to the Asian shop. Come <laughs> 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 Official Washington flocking to doomsday camps. Oh man, we're apocalyptic this episode. A building network of backwards doomsday camps around the county are pulling in members from affluent areas. Countries? Countries, sorry. Are pulling in members from affluent areas and even Washington national security officials as the threats grow from nuclear war, an EMP or virus attack. Quote, we're seeing members from all three letter agencies, said Fortitude creator Drew Miller, a retired Air Force Colonel Intelligence Officer. Uh, in reference to the Central Intelligence Agency, Defence Intelligence Agency, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. So he's saying that the three most powerful agencies in America for mm-hmm. law enforcement and anti-terrorism, their members are flocking to this guy. Yeah. To get in the... Um, Fortitude Ranch, which promises protection and a year supply of food for those unable to build their own bunker. Yeah. But I bet you have to pay to get in. Of course, of course you do, yeah. Oh, hang on. So, so it says... It says Through memberships and his own cryptocurrency called Fortitude, Miller has raised about $400,000 and established a ranch in West Virginia and Colorado with 10 others planned. Wow. Most members are professional Washington area folks, so they know something that the yeah. rest of people don't. So it's a, it's a <laughs> so and they can afford it. This is Kingsman. Mm-hmm. It's a franchise. You're rich, in, you're rich in your elite, so get that little chip in their brain that stops their mobile phones from killing each other. Mm. And off you go in the bunker. Everyone else is gonna die. You'll be fine. They're franchising. Um, Bunkers, basically, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> mm. We could set one up, guys. We could, but we're going to need a bunker. The Telford Nuclear Survival Club. We've just started it. There we go, yeah. Anyone that's in Telford wants to get themselves into a bunker. Mm. There's some mine shafts around this area. They've been closed off. Hey, there you go. It's a mining community back in the day. 
we could get we could there. reinforce an old mine shaft put a massive mm. steel if we get the money put a big steel door in front of it fill mm. it with food and water boom there you go well that's a year for We're so many people I'm still right and it'll be 25 grand each boys so there, there you go, go. Yeah. anyone's interested send me Gaz and Mike 25 grand but I'm Hang on. Does this sound a bit like my cult? Oh, yeah, you're just... No! For which I was shit on quite a lot. No! For money. This is nuclear survival! Mm. Uh, your... I was selling spiritual <laughs> development. What's yeah. the difference? Because spiritual development won't keep you safe in the event of a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> a good point, well made. <laughs> Thank you, Guru Vincent! <laughs> As the nuclear blast wave hits you, it's not going to save you, is it? But Consider your insignificance, children <laughs> of the Atom. <laughs> but a concrete reinforced with steel doors, mm. blast shelter with enough food and water last year. Okay. Is a downside better investment than your £2.50 manifesto, my friend. That's a better sell, I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> it pains me to do so. <laughs> but I have to admit but it's a better But we, we progressed your cult. No, we've moved on from the cult now. I'm writing fan fiction now. <laughs> Not erotic fan fiction. <laughs> Yet. <Yes. laughs> he did explain this to us earlier. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go into it yet. But uh, So, right. Are we going to uh, finish now on a bit of... Full Alex. Never go full Alex. Yeah. Full Alex. Again, if it's your first episode, the game is... We're going to play you two clips. One from our dearly beloved Alex Jones. <laughs> I wouldn't say dearly beloved. Who <laughs> Ben's going to fight at Dorley Town Hall. One day. A date to be confirmed. Um, tell him, listeners. Tell him. Tell him what for it. I'm clicking my knuckles as we speak. <laughs> ben versus Ben Alex. versus Alex. <laughs> WrestleMania 35. Let's do this shit. In a steel cage. Steel cage. So mm. essentially, what's the TNA version where they drop the weapons on the roof of the steel oh, cage? Oh, what do they call it? I don't know. Oh man, uh, that's bugging me now. Oh, it'll come back to you. But they drop kendo sticks and trash cans mm. and trash can lids, and they, they lower the steel cage roof. It's all their weapons yes. on it. I'm willing to do that. Okay, <laughs> you heard it here first. So we will play you two videos. Okay, uh, I know who this one is from Alex is. Jones, and one is from a random lunatic that it's Mike found on the internet. It's Pat Robertson, isn't it? It's, it's the ancient evangelical guy. It is like... Pat Robertson. He's talking to Kellyanne Conway. And so, oh my God, this is going insane! <laughs> so, what's the game? The game is yeah. we'll, we'll listen to both videos, and uh, us three here and you, the listener, we have to decide. Who is the more fucking batshit crazy this week? I'm gonna put my hand up and say these two fuckers. Straight away! Is it Alex or Mike's random find of the week? And that's my conjunct this. I know that's gonna be batshit insane. Let's play that shit. Were you trying to get crazy with this, eh? Don't you know I'm local? You never go full Alex. <laughs> so let here's with it, Mike. Who are we having first? First of all, we have Kellyanne Conway. It was Trump's. Can I just say I am in love with her? Campaign manager. Really attractive for an older lady. <laughs> no, her hair looks like some kind of wig. It just that's just old people hair. Look at this. she's had some surgery. Uh, come on, let's hear what she's gonna say. She says that Trump's most notable characteristic is his humility. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Alright, let's hear what Kelly O'Connor went to say. Gentlemen, compose yourselves. Okay. I don't know if she says it with a straight face, but. Oh, because she's uh, been paid a lot of money. It's yeah. fucking Botox, that's how she said it. With a straight face. She can't move. She can't move her face at all. And Pat Robertson's in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Gents, play the game. Play the game. Kellyanne, you're a sweetheart for being with us. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, sir. Hey, listen, you were there instrumental in the campaign. You were writing some of the speeches. You were giving some of the words to speak. What's the one thing you think about Donald Trump? You've gotten to know him pretty well. What characteristic stands out in your mind? It's one that most of the media never associate with him, and I would say it's humility. With the gravity and responsibility of being President of the United States and Commander-in-Chief, of our armed forces, sir, I would say with that gravity and responsibility has come a great deal of humility. The uh, president understands the awesomeness of this job. He understands what a dangerous world in which we live. Look what North Korea did just um, a few hours ago in threatening one of our greatest allies, Japan. And uh, look at the devastation that many people are facing here in Texas and, God forbid, in perhaps Louisiana. Uh, next, and you have a president who understands that there are people in need, people who are suffering, people who are relying upon him to keep our country safe and prosperous. And uh, there's a great deal of humility that attaches to that. I, I think that what's lost on many, many Americans, particularly the naysayers and the critics who seem to be working overtime these days, is that oh, the that Mr. Trump, President Trump, and his family have sacrificed mightily for him to vie for the presidency and indeed hold the presidency. Um, many people are motivated by power, by greed, by money, by influence, by status, by their future bankability when it comes to uh, running for political office. But Donald Trump had all of that. He had the money, he had the status, he had the wealth, he had the bankability, he had the prestige. Uh, but he saw a greater calling and he accepted that calling and there's no way to really be behind me in that building every single day and make decisions that are so weighty and consequential for so many millions of people without feeling a great deal of humility. <laughs> wow. So Trump is a really humble God. guy. He's a humble guy. <laughs> yeah, when he was shooting those fucking uh, packets of toilet paper like basketballs <laughs> into the crowd. It's, oh, He's a humble guy. He's got no ego. He's the son of God. I tell you, she is the biggest bullshitter wow. I've ever known. That yeah. Woman. Wow. And and my favourite bullshitter. I do find her he was, on, he was on my favourite bullshitter. Uh, Pat Robinson is my favourite <laughs> yeah. bullshitter of, of all time. Uh, he trumps that next to me. He is fantastic. Is that the interview? Because he sounded yeah, the, a little the, bit the, out of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is my favourite right-wing Christian bullshit. I'll have a lot of Pat Robinson coming on, up in the future. Oh, fantastic. Because I can sit here and laugh my fucking ass <laughs> off. Uh, uh, so essentially, I'm, she is saying... <laughs> Trump's a really humble guy, and the president gave a lot. He gave a lot. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't be any less humble. Maybe you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's literally enough. flaunting his unhumbleness <laughs> yeah. in our faces. He's literally. He wants to wave his dick around. Micro penis. In, front, <laughs> my, well, in his Sorry. mind, it's a massive penis. 
Yeah. Well, it is because he got tiny hands. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is waving it's his huge. dick in front of the world, <laughs> saying, "Look at what our missiles can do." Oh, and I am swaying from side to side, holding a giant penis. Ben is literally physically miming the act of having testicles so big you can't sit still. Yeah. <laughs> you have to continuously shift the weight yeah. just to be comfortable. But you do rock to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he can use his own balls as a pillow and they're very but buoyant they are. he'll never die in a sea ocean I literally, thing, literally ocean thing crush. it is impossible for me to drown literally literally okay okay I cannot drown my balls are so buoyant <laughs> fuck <laughs> okay so um Let's, let's have Alex's response. Okay. Well, not his, his response, but let's certainly have what Alex has yeah. to say. Is Alex more mental than the last woman? Let's it's just go. Oh, this is an old oh, one, isn't it? Oh, like, it is. Yeah, he's, it is. He's a classic, classic Alex. Mm. So he's more in shape, but I, but I probably possibly couldn't take him if I. <laughs> yeah. Alex War declares war. Alex Jones declares war on juice boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on, Alex. Bring it on. We're ready, baby. Come on, Alex. But the reason there's so many gay people now is because it's a chemical warfare operation. I have the government documents where they said they're going to encourage homosexuality with chemicals so that people don't have children. I, I even catch myself, Bob, drinking out of these estrogen uh, mimickers. I will probably say it if it's lined with it inside the plastic packaging. Oh, I wonder if this spring water, natural lime flavor I'm drinking. I know full well HEB's putting fluoride in this. Why am I drinking this? I know full well these kettle chips say that they don't have MSG, but they've got the yeast extract thing that says it's MSG. What's wrong with us? Why won't we stop? Why am I so weak? And they know that they have immersed us in this, Bob. For those watching on PrisonPlanet.tv, here's the inside of this juice box. And if, you, and if they zoom in any more, see that thin plastic? It's got it. And I'm letting my children drink this. Why? Because after you're done drinking your little juices, well, you, I mean, you're, you're, you're ready to go out and have a baby. You're ready to put makeup on. You're ready to wear a short skirt. You're ready to go, uh, you know, uh, put together a, you know, a garden of roses or something. You're ready to put lipstick on. Look, I mean, look at this. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish we knows that I'm a little bit on the left wing, Alex Jones. I am so sorry to report. But that was quite an old Alex Jones. It was. <laughs> it, was. Okay. it was. And c can we agree that there may, there may be a f feminization of... I'm just saying, there's a lot of uh, gender nondescript, green-haired, prosthetic... That was an well, old... We drive juice boxes. I don't know, man. No cartons, juice boxes. We've we drank that. I think I'm not trying to You think the government are putting estrogen in juice boxes? <laughs> or to make people homosexual? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, girl. When you say that, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not homosexual. But she was saying that Trump was really humble. Well, that's my point. Okay. Who's, who's more crazy? Let's be realistic here. <laughs> the, the statement that Trump is a humble person, is more mental <laughs> than the statements yes. that the government <laughs> are making you gay with juice. I agree with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Right. 
It's like, Alex is insane enough on his own. But when you make a comment about a character like President Trump, Donny, that he's a really humble guy. He's the biggest egomaniac on the fucking planet. He's going to be the death of us all. He may be the death of us all, allegedly. No, I'm not going to say allegedly. Even so. Potentially. Potentially the death of us all. Yeah, Donny. Humble guy. Humble guy. He's so humble. <laughs> he was already rich, Ben. That's yeah, what makes him yeah, humble. Yeah, He's fine. He's fine. Oh, oh uh, fuck. I think so. that lady wins we're gonna, this week. We're going to board up Mike's windows now yeah. and um, try and make the flat nuclear uh, nuclear apocalypse proof to the point we can. And uh, I bid you adieu. If the world doesn't we will end... Be, we will be broadcasting through the apocalypse. I was going to say, if the world doesn't end in the next week or so, you've got a fucking, like, four or five hour discussion on V for Vendetta. Hey! Which is fucking awesome episodes. Uh, we got into some really heavy, good, entertaining shit on that. Uh, so that's coming up. So let's hope... Let's all pray. Let's all. Let's not pray. I know we don't necessarily believe in thoughts and prayers because <laughs> they are officially in the reggae box. They are. As of the other week. Um, but I'd just say hunker down a bit and just enjoy the stuff Keep you enjoy. Keep calm and carry on. I think it's the best way to describe it, isn't it? Keep I think calm so. and carry on. Like if you love your PlayStation, love it a little bit more this yeah. week or in the next couple of days. Just. Take stock. Take a moment. And you know what? Have an extra wank. <laughs> <laughs> That's an order. Have an extra one. That's an order. You never know when them missiles are going to slam into the city next to you. Fuck, I'm still rocked by the relevation. Relevation. Yeah, I'm drunk now. Um, <laughs> if a nuclear bomb landed in Birmingham just up the road, well, quite, quite a way up the road, my windows are going out anyway. That's, oh, God. There is a thing called a nuke map. Okay. Yeah, there is, yeah. I, I did Google where is my nearest nuclear bunker as well. What's the the nuke map? Does that just show us? Is it what it sounds like? It shows you where a nuke hits. Yeah, if, if a nuke hit near yeah. you, what effect would it have? Whoa, I think we've fuck. got sort of three or four weeks until the radiation kills us at this rate. Hey, that, come on now. Yeah, but three or four weeks of the three of us and the cat living in Mike's bed, un, mm. well, Mike's closet. <laughs> is um, going to be tedious. But it gives me time... Because we're going to have to play shows around the clock at that point. Well, yeah, but three weeks yeah, gives some me... some point we're going to run out of beer and weed. That's very true. But three weeks gives me time we're to, to the sort of say, say my goodbyes to my loved ones. You got a phone signal? No, I'll go and visit them physically. Three weeks. Well, then you got less than three weeks, then. I fucking walked for the listener. I want the listener to know <laughs> how much goes in... To this podcast, I may not have done any research for this episode this week, but I walked for an hour and a half. Yeah, you heard me. Ninety minutes to get here. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna walk ninety minutes back, pissed, <laughs> pissed as a fart, <laughs> and partially stoned. That's not me. I've got a taxi home. I feel superior. It'll be a happy walk. <laughs> you got cans with you. Be fine. I'll be absolutely fine. It's all good. So uh, are we having technical difficulties? They've taken it down. Oh, man. Now, that's a fucking tinfoil hat moment. The 3D nuke map has been taken down. There's a picture. Basically, you go onto it. Yeah. You say um, what yield, what yield, well, where you are, obviously, what yield you want to simulate, put it in, and it'll show you there's three rings. There's the inside where you're... Dead. 
you're well, you're, you're incinerated <laughs> immediately. Yeah. You got the next ring in it. Um, so you die from die from uh, no, radiation the, burns. No, the, 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 yeah, and the outer burns. outer ring is the radiation fallout. Yeah, and we would put so we would be in this orange outer we would, yeah. ring where if, we're if going to be Birmingham. affected by fallout. Windows windows may come through. They will come through. Yeah, and uh, it was in wow. minutes we'll have nuclear fallout ash. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's with a and you live in Donington now which is home of one of the I think it was at one point the second largest logistics base in the country so I'm dead yeah yeah essentially pretty much wow for them guys in them bunkers and them tunnels mm. underneath they're fine they're fine let's just hope that our dear leaders and I did say dear leaders in, <laughs> North, in the North Korean states. dear leaders uh, and I, you know if I have to put up your picture in my living room to avoid burning in the nuclear fires I will I'll say a little prayer to you every morning if that's what you need me to do I will bow down and suck the government cock quite gladly if it means I won't die in a horrific fireball of death I am going to go out like I came in kicking and screaming yeah and covered in someone else's blood (laughs) (laughs) a bottle of whiskey in one hand I didn't come in with a bottle of whiskey but there's no going out (laughs) bottle of whiskey in one hand cigar in the other yeah covered in blood naked on the front lawn (laughs) giving the beans and the the nuclear finger to the nuclear fire as it approaches me and blasts my flesh from my skeleton Sarah Connor style that's all going on (laughs) To paraphrase our dear friend Dave Lister, you know, you can't punch nuclear war in the face. If he comes near me, I'll rip his nipples off. <laughs> <laughs> you can't nut the snagger to... I'm going to nut the snagger to oblivion. I say we go out there and nut the snagger to oblivion. <laughs> Strap a nuclear warhead to my forehead and we'll nut the snagger to oblivion. Right. So... Mike, any, any, any final thoughts, sir? Final thoughts, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it isn't good. It is serious now. It should be pointed out that we, the West have said that um, this isn't a regime change strike, it's a punishment for using the chemical weapons. Our point in this episode was to say, who did use the chemical weapons? Mm. And if so, why? Mm. Hopefully you've listened to this and that we're not geopoliticists geopoliticists or whatever it is we're three percent sat in a room getting high yeah and it's obvious to us shooting the shit and shooting the shit and we have you know in literally 24 hours come up with a reasonably compelling case for you to have some kind of doubt as to what you're being told (laughs) i would say i'm not gonna say it's true but i'm gonna say there's be a lot of doubt. Mm. I'd be like skeptical. to say, yeah, you're not a fucking internet troll or a tinfoil hat wearer to or question... Or an anti-Semite. No, or a racist in any way to question the official narrative. Time and time again, they've proved um, there is precedent. We said that earlier. Yep. So, Go for Tonkin. Operation North. Yeah. Keep There's questioning. two false flags. Should we sign off? Yeah. Right. Let's do it. Well, I'm going to quote Bernie Ray Piper from They Live. Okay. And I'm going to say, um, don't eat the trash can. In other words, don't believe what you've been told. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, I will say good night and free Biff Tannen and just, just hug you.
hug your loved ones a little closer for the next week or two. Yeah. All right, yeah. Second that statement. Peace out. Awesome. Don't join the cool. Never drink the flavour. <laughs> hey, good stuff. Thanks for listening. Join Thank us you. next week. We love you.